I don't care if you don't give a damn about what your brothers say. You just want to fucking see the whole world burn. I am your host, your boy Blue, coming to you live direct from the stack. Smoke me out, fam, that dang shit. And this is Black and the Black Times Infinity. I almost got to throw that shit in there. People are like, what the fuck are we listening to? <laughs> All my far left, missing up on the ones and twos, is Kronos. What's going on, y'all? We're back. Back up in this bitch. And on my far right, we have the oldest ninja in the world, Old Ninja. You know what? In these times, I just can't be lashing out like some raging entitled maniac. That's a white man's luxury. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking for sure. You get shot (laughs) if you're not. All right, we back up in it. It's Wednesday, eight thirty (laughs) ish. Ish. We're on CP time. Sorry. Yeah. All about that ish. Uh huh. Ninjas. I have I have some statistics for you. Um, listener, listener of the week would be uh, Markal. Thank you very much for listening. And we have a bunch of listeners in, I think, China, in Ho Chi Minh City. That's kind of surprising. Ho Chi Minh City. That might be the first time. Or maybe that's Hong Kong. I don't know. Ho Chi, where's Ho Chi Minh City? I thought it was somewhere in China. I could be very wrong. I'm pissing somebody off. Yeah, I'm all, that sounds like Vietnam, but I'm just saying. Actually, yeah, I think you're right. Damn, I fucked that all up. <laughs> Damn. Um, I really don't think China would let us broadcast our stuff over there. Well, you never I'm know. Just saying. True, but... Uh, are, they, are you able to use VPN? Yeah, definitely that? Vietnam. Jesus Christ. How'd yeah, I fuck that all up? Sorry, I, I saw the flag, and I didn't... I mean, it's, it's a very similar sort of flag. Oh, flag, yeah. 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 <clears throat> That's like... Is it like Italy and India? Are their flags very similar? Ah, no, it's it, yeah, like uh, similar in the middle. It's Italian, red and yellow. God damn it. Yeah. Italian, Italy and Mexico have similar, because they have the same colors, yeah. but the designs are different. I'm looking up the uh, Vietnam flag, and it's 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 red with one giant yellow star in the middle, and China is red with a little uh, yellow star in the upper left and a bunch of little half circle of yellow stars in the upper left, so... It's similar, but I should have known better. I should, especially I'm, I'm a Marine. I know about the Vietnam War. Jesus Christ, it's not a brain fart, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, the best of us. What is it? Uh, I'm trying to look at flags that look the same. <laughs> this is funny. Like New Zealand and Australia flags look very similar. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I, or Ireland and I don't even know how to say this word. Because they are on the same continent, po- even though a po- lot of people think that Australia is a country. Like these two flags, like the colors are basically flipped. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Freaking uh, Nor- Nor- Norway and Ireland, their flags are very similar. They're just opposite colors. You know, there's like no. Um, I think there's either no or very few flags that have the color purple in it because it's supposed to mean royalty, so nobody uses the color purple. Mm, that's interesting. All kinds of other colors, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and first, in, sorry, first, that. first in the chat would be uh, Mike. What's going on, man? Mike, what's up, Mike Lazowski? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we back up in this. Uh, Old Ninja usually has some RIPs to to, to throw out there. Mm, not this week, actually. Did not scour or anything catch uh, in the news or in my eye. Wait, there, there was one big. Celebrity that passed away this week. Um, Here we go. I know what you're going to say. What was it? Pa- I don't even know how to say the name. Pa- Poxicani Phil or something like that? Is that, is that how you say that? It's a groundhog. It's a groundhog. groundhog. Yeah. Yeah, I guess a groundhog that they keep using 
for years on end to determine if we're gonna have if he saw his shadow. I guess he died. I don't know how old the groundhog was. Must have been pretty old because I mean I remember Pakistani Phil from like Groundhog's Day the movie. That was in like the the nineties, or maybe there's more. Maybe there's more than one. I don't think Groundhogs lived that long. Yeah, I was about to say, do they even live ten years? Yeah. Well, he's got a wiki page, so let's see. <laughs> six years. Two, usually two to five, but uh, a little up to six years. So it's definitely more than one Pakistani film. Had to have been. I was going to say, because like, on here it says 1887, so I'm like, yeah. wait, hold up. <laughs> that can't be right. <laughs> also, having a groundhog prediction is stupid. So, just saying. <laughs> That's like old wise tell type things the fact that we've we've been doing it for like over 200 years it's like some snake oil shit or you know racism yeah you know whatever <laughs> i wonder how accurate he's been like like there's statistics to say like how oh he pre- he didn't see a shadow so we got more winter or something like that like how accurate was his predictions yeah it's funny these pictures every time someone's holding them up he looks pissed off like put me down you mean Wait, okay. On here it says that he was 100% accurate. Claims. Okay, it says claims he was 100% accurate and approximately 80% accurate in record predictions. It says that actual weather from that year, Phil was only, I'm reading from Good Morning America, was like 40% accurate. Yeah, I see that too now. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> Damn. We, we, that, that's almost, that's, that's less than 50 50. <laughs> yeah, we should stop that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a fun tradition, but we shouldn't base it off of like any kind of. Scientific, cold, scientific weather predictions. Unless you know he, he's from a parallel universe where you know he he's predicting the, the weather and stuff correctly. So I already know. So whatever, what's his name? What do they how do they pronounce the name? Pakistani Phil. So so if you notice the name, it should yeah the name should tell you that um, he's probably a fifth dimensional imp. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, he's able to see his shadow, and the shadow talks back to him. So, just, oh, just saying. Was it was it a super char- the Superman character that fucks with Superman all the time? So I thought it was Mitchellplick, but yeah, he doesn't have. He has no vowels in his name. So in Supergirl, they pronounce it Mitchellplick. Yeah. So, I, it's, sure. Yeah, it's like one of those words that you just know it because you heard somebody else say it. <laughs> yeah, and on Super Friends, Superman pronounced it Mitchellplick. But on yeah. uh, Supergirl, they pronounce it Mitchellplick. I was like, what? I think on um, on Geek History Lesson, they, they mentioned that too, how like, you know, you've never seen the word said out loud, but you just based off of like what you've heard, like it's hard to determine like how it actually said. Mm-hmm. There's no vowels. <laughs> so I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, you should pronounce this shit. So, right. There's also Batmite, who's also another fifth dimensional imp. So, so. Well, there's also that like Supergirl's got one too now. That's a woman. That's that they have going on in Supergirl. But I don't think she, she has like a normal name. Yeah, her name's like, um, like, like Sarah or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> super easy to pronounce. I'm just like, what? Oh, Nixley. That's her name. Nixley, so, yeah. But her her name has no vowels either. It's like N X L T L or What's something that? or something like that. Yeah. What was the name of that? What was the name of that cult that that um the one girl from Smallville was part of? Like, 
Oh, oh, like, I don't, like, I don't know. Ne- I don't. Nexamus or something like that. I didn't get too deep into it, but I know there's a documentary about that cult on HBO Max. So yeah, I didn't get a chance to watch it though. I heard it's in four parts. Apparently, it's pretty informative. The whole that whole fucking thing was was crazy. Like going back into the stories, I know like uh the guy who plays Lex, he has like a podcast. And he's, he talks about it every now and then because it, it comes up in subject because, you know, they were co-stars in, on a show. Wait, was he was he in Smallville? Um, John Cryer? No, no, it's, um, it's somebody else. Yeah, the I'm guy in, from Smallville. Yeah, from Smallville. Um, what's his name? Something, he, God, he was, um, he's the voice of the Flash in the, shit, I, actually, I just have, I have it up right now. It's, his name is... He was a great Lux. Oh yeah, he was probably one of the best. Michael Rosenthal. Yeah, there we is. go. Oh, was that, okay. Yeah. I was thinking like, of he, the the other legs. <clears throat> no, no. Are you are you talking about the guy from uh, like Smallville, like Super, like Superman, Supergirl? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's John Cryer. <clears throat> yeah. That's what I was because I've never seen Smallville, so I'm like, what are you, what are, what are you talking about? So it's pretty I good. It, it definitely it definitely lives up. Like it's it's like I think it's like 13 years old now, but if you go back and watch it, it's it's pretty fun to watch. There's like 12 seasons, isn't there? Not as many. There's only nine seasons, and then the tenth season was a comic book. Still a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched a whole bunch of them because I was back like in I think it was in the Marine Corps when that show came out, early two thousands. Yeah. yeah, it's been ten years since it stopped airing, so <laughs> so it's been a good twenty years since it originally came out. It's been a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. All right, fellas, where are we going to get into first? Um, when y'all want to start. <laughs> Let's talk about the. Actually, no. First, before we talk about the Joe Rogan thing, um, I'm gonna do another Black History Month uh, book re- book recommendation before we start getting into the whole meat and potatoes uh-huh. of the podcast. Um, the next book uh, recommendation that I have is a book called "The Warmth of Other Suns." It is a great book about the migration of African Americans uh, after slavery and like during the Jim Crow era, and even like well past that. It's, just, it's a group of, I think it's like. Three, maybe maybe four groups of people that migrated from the south to the north or to California, um, and it's like really interesting to hear their stories um, to see like how they did and what they had to go through because they weren't all like bad stories. It's like one guy ended up being like a like a pretty well known doctor, and back then like being a black doctor was a huge deal because you know you, he would basically help out his community uh, being a doctor. So yeah, it's a it was a great book that was recommended to me uh, by a friend of mine from high school uh, a while back. That's cool. Yeah. And I just, I'm going to throw in a little fun fact. So a little fun fact after uh, Black History Month, the creator of the Super Soaker was a black man. He was a former NASA engineer. His name is Lonnie Johnson. Yeah. And what's also cool about him, he also created the Nerf gun. So mm-hmm. you should thank this guy for the awesome stuff that you played with as a kid. He's also, he's apparently made several inventions. Dude. Like there's oh, yeah. a picture of him with everything he's invented. And there's like a ton of stuff. Like, he holds a few patents, so... Did you know that NERF is an acronym? Yes. Non-expandable uh, recreational foam. Yeah. I did not know that. More yeah, fun fact. Acronym, but I always forget, <laughs> I always forget what the e, e and the A stand for. I knew the N and the F was for, the F was for foam. <clears throat> it's still fun. It's actually... He's still kicking, and uh, he's 72 years old, which is pretty cool. He kind of looks, he kind of looks like um, the black guy from. I'm not trying to say all black people look alike, but he kind of looks like the black guy from um, from uh, courthouse. 
It looks like the black guy from Courthouse. <laughs> What's Courthouse? Or Night Court. Night Court. Oh, I'm all Yeah. Night Court was a great, great show from the like late '80s, uh, early '90s. So yeah. good. Yeah, it was so good. I, like I keep telling people like, if you want a kind of an idea of what Night Court was about, picture Al Bundy <laughs> as a lawyer, and you get Dan Fielding. <laughs> it's awesome. I love that. All right, show. so that's that's your Black History Month lesson for the day. Yeah. There's some other cool stuff that's actually been popping up. Um, like earlier today, I posted there was like. Uh, there was a girl who discovered that her grandmother was actually black, and this girl looked like a white girl. She looks, she looked white, and it turned out her grandmother had a secret, and like she passed away, and she kept, she went, to, like she took her secret to the grave with her, and apparently when the family did a Twenty Three and Me, the girl found out that she was like fifty percent black, and she's like, wait, what? <laughs> so like, you know, Twenty Three and Me, I guess they they kind of link you with other people, and like she actually learned the backstory of her grandmother that you know. She was a black person who could pass as white, and she basically like left her family and just created a whole new identity and just identified as a white person and just lived that life. And kind of what's crazy is that like back then, like, like that's actually pretty common for people to do that. I think there was also a um, a baseball player. I don't know if he was black, but I think he might have been Latin, and he was going to play for the, the 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 baseball league, and they literally had him told him that he has to pretend that he's white for him to play on his team and he was like no nah, I'm not oh this I think they talked about this on um last Lovecraft Country I think there was there was a scene where they talked about that where like the guy was on the bus and like he was like no I'm I'm not gonna do this and he just went and continued playing for the Negro League but like I, I just it's just interesting to know that like there's like people did this back in the day. Like you could pass this white you probably would you you had a better life basically which is kind of sad but what's also kind of interesting is that like if you were found out like that was prison for you like you you're they probably would bury you under 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 the the prison if or they just, found out that you were or just lynch you you know yeah, yeah or just lynch you or hang you or something like that so i mean yeah, it's it's actually, pretty it was actually kind of i mean if you were what i guess what we now call white adjacent it was actually pretty common um for instance we kind of talked about um the entertainer, comedy actress, she was basically the, um, she did the Lamb Chop Puppet. She died mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. I don't know if y'all remember the Lamb Chop Puppet. She was part African American, but she completely looked white. And so she kind of like hid that from talent agencies and basically went as white. And uh, I guess later on in like the 80s, she like introduced people to, I believe her father was black. Was it? Yeah. <clears throat> so. People had no idea because she could totally move within two different worlds, but if she wanted to, but pretty, it's pretty crazy. Also, in that story uh, that Blue is talking about, the grandmother who passed said that there was no other family. Come to find out, she had like ten brothers and sisters, or yeah. nineteen, yeah. or something like that. She had a huge number, number, huge number uh, scattered across the country, and she totally lied about it. And it like in, in a later picture. <clears throat> In a, a later post, she posted a picture of her grandmother, and like, dude, she, you could she looked black, but she just had like white features, which was crazy. Mm. Like uh, Lena Horn, Lena Horn is, I mean, she definitely was part of the black community, but she could pass for white. So there you go. Interesting right. stuff, man. All right, let's uh, 
let's talk about the the Joe Rogan thing. Since oh, you know we're podcasters, we he's like the largest podcaster ever, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we talked about him previously about the briefly, very briefly. Yeah, about the uh, <clears throat> misinformation thing and people, you know, pulling their uh, musicians. Musicians are pulling their stuff off of Spotify, and yeah, I mean they they could do that. You know, people were talking about free speech, but yeah, you're, you're also free to like take your music off of whatever platform that you want if, if you're the artist and you own the music. Why aren't you free to do that? Why would you force that? So I, I never understood that part of the argument. Um, and so Joe Rogan actually did a video and apologized about that. And then, of course, you know, if you apologize, people just, they see blood in the water and they just, they still come after you. But this one was kind of more, this one was sort of more of a disturbing one, even though I know most of the backstory of this. Um, so he's, there's a video of, uh, what was her name? Was it Indy Ari? Was that her? India, yeah. yes. Yeah. But, uh, okay. She posted a video of basically every single time he said the N-word on his podcast and another one of um, him talking about he went to watch a movie, um, I think it was the Planet, of the, Planet Apes. of the Apes, and he talked about how he basically opened the door and he was in Africa. There were, there were only white people there, and that's where they cut the video off. And it was just like, or they, were only white, they were the only white people there. It was like he was in Africa. Because he, he was in like a black neighborhood, and that's where they cut the thing off. And so, mm-hmm. even though I know the vast majority of the times where he said the N word, um, it's still, I mean, and I know that they were like, they were mostly in context of him repeating something like there was like a, I think it was one of Richard Pryor's um, stand up routines. Like his, one of his albums was called the N word. And see, I'm not even saying the word, I'm just going to say the N word. Um, and there's a bunch of other things where he would just say the N-word like after like repeating people or talking about the word as in like how it's so weird that nobody else can say the word because it comes up with all these things. Though That's the context of that of almost every single time that he said it that I've heard it. But it's still um, jarring to hear even me like hearing him say that when I was listening to it, you know, when I was listening to, uh, to Joe Rogan's podcast. And yeah, um, the internet came after him and was just like, there, people were pretty pissed. We put out another video apologizing about it. And, you know, talking about the context that it was in, the one about, you know, the Planet of the Apes, literally where they cut the, the, the video off at, right after they cut the video off, he goes, damn, that sounds hella racist. And then yeah. he talks about that's not what he really meant. And then he breaks down that he had a lot of fun because there's like a bunch of black people in the, in the theater. But if you, you know, even if you say something like that, yeah, <laughs> if, if you realize that it's racist, like after you said it, it's like, oh, you kind of fucked up there. You know what I mean? So... so- yeah. Did you well, watch? Gonna... Did you crunch? Did you watch the snippet of him talking about the Planet of the Apes on his podcast? Yeah, I watched it. So when I saw it, they actually sh- they don't cut when he says it. He literally says, "Because uh, he's talking about like his Uber driver or whatever, or the cab driver yeah. dropping him off, and like the screen is split into three. It's him in the middle and two other white um, guests yeah. mm-hmm. on his show." And he's like, "Oh, the guy dropped off, dropped us off in Planet of the Apes." Yeah, and he says it several times, and like these guys are laughing. No, They're it was cracking up laughing. Wasn't several times. I remember the exact thing, but I mean, I'm not going to stand for this dude. But I also don't like when people take it out of you know, they add in additional Con- shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But <clears throat> he does says it more than once. He's like, "Dude, we we're in the Planet of the Apes. We got dropped off in the Planet of the Apes." So he got dropped and off in Africa. Like, yeah, he says that as well. But the other guys, they thought it was funny. And he thought it was kind of funny too, 
And I was like, uh, well, and then right after that, he said, damn, that sounds hella racist. It's, that sounds racist. That's literally what he says right after that. That's probably the part of the video that you don't see because people cut it off right there. Yeah, like, I didn't, one, that like, part I didn't I, see you right like, I actually seen the entire thing, and, like, when he, when he mentions the whole plan of the ape things, he talks about how, like, he said the same thing on Twitter, and people came after him on Twitter, and it's like, you, you're basically repeating the same joke, like, live, though, like, people give yeah. you shit for saying something similar of that on Twitter, but then, like, when he does, he talks about how, like, yeah, it was a mistake, like, well, he said, like, wow, that was really racist, but, like, you still fucking said it, like, yeah. it's... I know, I know you, you might say, say you're not racist, but, like, you, you still said something fucking super racist, basics, saying black people are fucking monkeys. And, like, when I saw that, I was like, this is some bullshit. But then I kept watching the video because he talks about how, like, you know, the people recognize him saying, like, oh, hey, yeah, you're the guy from Pure Factor. And he said he had, he had a good time. He's, but then he also brought up some shit, like, yeah, and then, like, there was a black person there with, like, their, their kid, and it's already, like, 11 o'clock, and his kid's, like, two. And it's, like, I don't know, just... That kind of irked me. Like you're just trying to you're you're bringing up stereotypes about black people when it comes to like movies and like how we take our kids somewhere when they should be like having like babysitters. So he kind of still kind of tiptoes around like black stereotypes when he's talking about like at being at the movies with everybody. But <clears throat> yeah, just the I don't know, just the way that he just the way it started off had already happened. Well, <laughs> The way it started off, it already had me on the negative side, and so I kept watching just to see exactly what he talks about, but then, like, I just... I think because my eyes were already kind of red, I just noticed every little thing that he's talking about, but, like, I don't know, it just didn't, it just didn't seem cool to me. No, I mean, um, it, it wasn't. I mean, right, I mean, rightfully so. I mean, he apologized, and you know, I, I think he should have apologized, because I think that that is... I mean, don't get me wrong, we've said some shit on this podcast that's been, you know, just me, me specifically, that's been disparaging to some people. And if you go back, you know, throughout like all of this, we've been around for for a while now. You can hear me say all kinds of fucked up shit that I don't agree with um, today. But at the same time, you know, just got to take take those licks. You know, you said it. Yeah. So. Uh. Yeah. I mean, personally, with the whole movie thing, I I'm not so sure. I don't know. Maybe it's because of the area that we live in. But I see a lot of people, all ethnicities, bringing very young children. I hate that shit. To, by like, the way. Late night fucking yes. movie. Oh, yeah. I, for me, it's actually worse when you go to an R-rated film, yeah. and they bring children at any time during the day. That bothers mm. me because I'm just like, why are these kids in here when there's going to be, you know, sex and blood and shit and and cursing, and you got like some two year old up in here? I'm like, what the hell? Like, what is that about? Or babies, so like that, actual that babies. Me. Yeah, babies crying, yeah. and they don't want to take the baby out, and just like, dude, come on, like for real. I'm yeah. just everybody in general. So stop yeah. doing it. Yeah, so I, I feel like that's a that's a kind of a universal kind of thing. But um I the one another one that I saw the snippet of uh is where he was talking about how the N word was like a magical word and how we can't say it, but then he brings up other racial edifice and he's just like, Oh, these don't seem to hit as hard and like why is this N word so much more it's as if he doesn't understand the impact of the word and he's talking to another white guy, and he's like whispering and stuff, and he's like, you know, even saying it can get you in trouble, but like saying these other words don't seem to have an impact. And the other guy brings in like a, a racial slur for uh, Asian Americans. They're like, oh yeah, that one's kind of, that one's kind of bad. You know, you they don't like saying, you know, saying that one. And he's like, well, but the N word's like magical. It's like you can't say it. You know, 
And he's like, say, he's like whispering to the other guy, he's like, say it, I dare you to say it. And the other guy just says it just like that. He doesn't even hesitate. I'm just like, really? So well, those are the snippets I have seen. I haven't seen his full podcast because I know the people that are that are defending him are saying, well, it's being taken out of context. You don't know the surrounding conversation. He could be quoting someone, yada, yada, yada. But then I look at something else. I look at, you know, a fact that happened that Spotify, who pays him and hosts his podcast, took down 70 of his podcast. Granted, he does have 1,800 plus podcasts. Yeah. And, so, and most, well, I, most of those podcasts that were taken down were not ones that had anything to do with the N word or anything like that. So, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, so, n- numerically, he said it, what, like 20, n- some, 20 something times? They took, up, they took out 70 something podcasts. Like that, so, yeah. But, in, yeah. but also in comparison, 70 out of 1,800 is not a lot. Yeah. A lot of it was like, you know, Alex Jones, um, some other controversial figures that he's had on. Um, yeah. It's. When people talk about, you know, like the word and like how it's a magical word, it's like, yeah, but also like I don't refer to any group of people in like some sort of racially disparaging term. Like I don't use I don't call Asian people whatever Asian I know what the words, I'm not gonna repeat them. Like I don't I don't call, you know, Jewish people by their epithet. I don't you know, I don't we, we don't I don't use those terms. And I think that usually other people don't either. And the people that say it, like they're not racist, but then they'll use the N word and you see like, oh well, other people say it, you know, that are black and blah blah. It's like it, it's, it doesn't matter. Like, if it makes somebody black uncomfortable, like why the fuck would you say it? And like you wouldn't use you know the other words for the, these other ethnic groups. You never even say those words at all, you know. But why do you want to test the waters by saying the N word? Like I, I really don't. I really don't get it. They, yeah, I don't get it either. Uh, a prodigy, he <laughs> wants to basically full on label. Joe Rogan, a, a racist. He's like, dude, if he loves saying it that much, he must be a racist. He doesn't stop himself or whatever. Even when quoting, I mean, I guess he wants to fully quote whoever said, you know, the N-word by saying the N-word himself. But I think uh, the, <clears throat> the clip from The Good Fight, which is a TV show, which has a lot of people on it, but there's a scene where Delroy Lindo He's being talked to by uh, two white co-hosts and they're all talking about, you know, all these rappers, they say it and, you know, why aren't they being canceled and how come they get a chance to say it, but I can't say it. And so Delroy Lindo's character is like, so say it like what? He's all say the word you want to say. And they're like, you know, I can't say that. He's all, yeah, you do. You can say it. This is America. Like you can say, say the word. He's all, you know what? I'll say it with you. He's all, you so desperately want to say this word and not have repercussions, I will help you soften that, you know, by saying it with you. I was like, holy shit. And, like, the guys panic, like, on the show. But it's an it's like a 30-second clip, but it, it I think it shows, <clears throat> like, all these people that do want to say this word, and usually in a negative way, not like they're rapping to... Um, you know, hip hop lyrics, they just want to be able to point and call someone the N word, but you know, they don't want to have like, <clears throat> they don't want to suffer the consequences. It's like, they like really want to th- be racist and not get called out. <laughs> like I want to say majority of the of media out there, whenever they're covering something and like the N word is used, they usually don't say, they don't quote that person with the N word. They actually will say the N word. They won't say the actual word out loud, but like the fact that Joe Rogan, said it numerous of times 
even if he's quoting somebody, it's like you're you're too comfortable using that word. I mean, I know you're you have a podcast and you know you're not really regulated, but like you kind of gotta self-regulate yourself when it comes to to things like that. Yeah, they, they don't want to. They want to be comfortable saying the word around other people that are like them, you know, and then not be not suffer consequences. You know, I think the perfect example, we talked about the judge, the judge from uh, what was it, Oklahoma or, or something. The judge is talking about these, you know, African-American males, but she's saying the N word and she's a person that passes judgment on African-American people using the N word. Granted, she's in her own home. I have no idea how this this um, the video leaked, but she's with her family, and they're all saying it. And this woman, I mean, she was forced to. Res- she chose to resign because people were trying to force her out. But she was in a comfortable spot, and she figured that there'd be no consequences by saying it, being around people she feels comfortable. With. And I, I don't get that. Like, I, I never get, I can never get drunk and just want to yell out like some racial epithet at all like nothing like that like i might say some some wild shit but it's never something like that you know let's never like some crazy racist shit you know might clown you for the way you look maybe (laughs) but (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah i I don't understand like that i think when people get drunk it's usually like it just reveals part of like their their real personality and Mm -hmm. was it what do they call liquid truth yeah liquid courage and whatnot so Yeah, the fact that, you know, we still have to explain why people shouldn't use the N-word in 2022 is uh, a problem. You know, like people just seem to forget that, you know, our, you know, our generation, our our parents were getting, you know, killed in the streets by the police. Well, shit, they're still happening today. Getting called the N-word. They got lynched, getting called the N-word. You know, they couldn't go to schools, getting called the N-word. You know, it's like all these things that I guess this generation now just kind of forgot about. But it's still happening mm-hmm. to you know today. You still see these racist ass cops that are that are doing these things that are getting highlighted now only because of the internet. But back then it was it was way it was much worse. And there's no witnesses. Yeah, and people just they don't they don't seem to you know put that connection there is that they use this word to disparage all of our people and then also kill them and make sure that they couldn't you know make a decent living. And they they, don't, they they seem to separate the word from from that like the actual meaning of the degrading term. They just think it's like oh it's just some word, but it's it's not just some word. It was a word that was used with a specific intent for hundreds of fucking years, and they wanted to, to detach from that. But guess what? You're not gonna be able to, to detach from that. You're not. What what's sad too is that like you know even though like <clears throat> some of the younger generation just use it like kind of throwing it around, they still kind of know what it means because if they're in a fight with somebody. Like, say, if a, if a white kid's fighting with a black kid, he's going to throw that word out. Like, mm-hmm. it's even though he might say it sparingly here and there, but, like, yeah, he knows that word's going to trigger that, that kid. And that kid, for some reason, he, he knows that word's go, is, what's going to trigger him, and they end up, like, fighting or whatever. But there's there's been some videos I've seen out there where, like, a lot of black people will hold back. But I've seen some people who were like, you know what? You, you're going you're gonna to learn today. <laughs> yes. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen that, too. Knocked out. <clears throat> I mean... It's very telling when, you know, especially young, even young people to this day, like if you're, because I can, I can put this story out there because even though um, this hasn't happened to me, but I can probably identify with that as well as you probably, you two probably can, is that if you're like a teenage black male and you're dating 
you know, like a white female, and then like the father or the mother comes out like to the school that you attend and either talks to the principal or talks to somebody and like, hey, you can't be dating my daughter or what are you doing with her? You know, stuff like that. Like that stuff still goes on kind of today. I mean, yeah, it's probably more accepted, but there are still people who are like, you know, claim, they claim not to be racist. But then when their, you know, son or daughter is dating someone that's African-American, all of a sudden, all that goes away. They come running. They start saying stuff. You're like, where, where's this coming from? And you, it just turns all bad. It's like you think that we've progressed, but it's like it's been more repressed instead of progression. So yeah. I think that in the wake of the Internet, like <clears throat> people aren't paying attention, especially when you're drunk, that you're being recorded. That somebody's watching, and then all of a sudden it gets posted somewhere, and then millions of people see it. Like you think he he would have took a page from uh, the dude from Seinfeld, but they went on that Ooh. rant on the yeah that was at yeah. a comedy Rainbow show guy? too yeah that's all bad yeah. and that guy he got he deserved it like the shit he was saying holy shit I was like it that but his his action makes me hate the show Seinfeld even more like I can't like if it's on like like I see him I'm like I can't watch the show like this is fuck the show just because he's on I mean I've never I've never I've probably seen like maybe three or four episodes of Seinfeld and <laughs> that's about it but like yeah like you that word ha, it's not as though as I keep saying it's magical and this and that like it's the word has history and just the just hearing the word triggers somebody like the shit's it's almost like it's embedded into our DNA to hate that word just because it's it was used for hundreds of years to like like Corona said like downplay our people and like made us make us smaller and less valued than other people and it's like, like it still goes on today which is kind of sad it is and uh, I pointed out Prodigy and I had this discussion years ago but um, historically because the word is so damaging they've actually added the N word to other adjectives to put down other races because they use like an n-word yeah. version for uh, uh native native people there's one for asians even one for hispanics there's where the n-word is put in before another like you know adjective to identify these other races they're doing the you know when i went to you know iraq they use the sand n-word i'm just like oh, what yeah. the fuck is wrong with you Sand like, N-word, for, for rice real. N-word, um, yeah. prairie N-word. Um, it's just, they call it border N-word or dirty N-word. I've heard them both used for Hispanic people. Yeah, I don't I don't know. It needs to, I don't like when anybody says it, really. I mean, yeah, there's a bunch of rap songs that, that still use the word and stuff like that. But, you know, I still, you know, would prefer them not to. Mm. Um that that's just me personally because you know I, I don't use the word. I think I've only used the word maybe a handful of times on this podcast, but it's literally specifically to talk about a book because that's what the book is called, and it was um, by uh, Dick Gregory, and he oh, yeah. I, think, I think I went into why he called it the book and why he felt comfortable using the using the term back then. Um, but yeah, I don't like the the word. It's just a fucked up word, man. You know. Yeah. I mean, the book, I've read the book because the book is literally called N-Word. Yeah. It's in, when I start, it's in lowercase, but <clears throat> the book is good. Yeah. I mean, um, I wasn't aware that he was a comedian. 
at the time I just knew that he was in um he was in movies at the time that I was reading it. Uh, I was like watching some old stuff that he would pop up in, but he had like it wasn't just like an autobiography, but it was like a kind of a scrapbook because he had like poems and stuff in it. He has some of his like um, stand up notes that I guess he didn't use for some of them, but he has like there's jokes in there, but they're all like racially charged jokes that he had either he used before or he didn't like put on stage. But then the rest goes into like what was going on with his his life. But the but the book is good overall. I think Alex Gregory is also, um, I think he's like the editor on that book too, as he does with um, Michael yeah. Max. So, anyway, I was yeah. to, but I was Joe Rogan is still on the air. He's not, and I know that he's not going to stop being on the air. Like that's, yeah. And I, I think obviously he's he's learned from this. I mean, he's going to take a serious hit from this. But Spotify has, yeah. But he's not he's not going anywhere. Like he's not going anywhere. So he's going to keep making podcasts. And I'm not saying that to say like, oh, he needs to stop. Because I don't think he needs to stop making podcasts. I think he, he needs to be more aware of like his influence of his podcast. Like overall, um, I stopped listening to him because he kept having on people that I just, that were just fucking stupid. And he had like some, some people, this is the problem. He kept questioning the wrong people. So like he would have on these people that would question, you know, vaccines even though, like, literally two years ago, um, right when the pandem- pandemic started, he had, I forget the guy's name, but he had this dude on, like, right when it started, because he was, like, a, he basically predicted this pandemic from, that that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And Joe Rogan was talking about how, you know, he didn't understand anti-vax people. He's like, if there's, there's a vaccine out there, you should take it. Like, save people. Like, there's, you could watch the video that's out there. There's clips of it today. And he goes from that, and within two years, he's, like, anti-vax. And he wants to – there's a vaccine out for, you know, COVID-19. He doesn't want to take it. He wants to take all these other things, which, you know, whatever. But stop having all these people that are blatantly lying about uh, COVID-19. And then when you have people on the show that, you know, question him – or there's other things that, that he's done before. Like with Candace Owens, that's the one that comes to my mind, like, the most – when she, when Candace Owens was talking about uh, she doesn't believe in climate change, he was like, "What?" Like literally, the fucking record stopped, and he was <laughs> like, "What are you talking about? Like, can you explain yourself?" And like, he just totally called her out, like on her nonsense. And he's done it to multiple other guests too, where he would like call them out on their blatant bullshit. But he has this thing now where he, if he has like these certain dudes on that he thinks are smarter than him, like he won't question their shit at all, like not even a fucking little bit. And it's like, no, question these people. Uh, that, like that's why I, I like watching his podcast because in a, in a span of three hours you have enough time to really break down what people's beliefs are and like what they're actually talking about. But he wouldn't do it. He would just let these people roll over him. Like um, who was the guy who had on recently? It was a guy I actually used to respect too, uh, Jordan Peterson. He was on there and he started talking Wait, about the Bible. Who is that? Who's He's Jordan a philosopher. Peterson? He's a PhD in I think in philosophy and psych- in psychology. Sorry. Yeah. Um, He's I thought he was a really smart guy for like the longest time, but I don't know what the fuck happened to him, but he was on his podcast and he was talking about like the Bible and he was talking about how the Bible was like literally the first book. I'm like, hold on. It's not the first fucking book. Like not even by any stretch of the goddamn means is it the first book. First of all, it's a collection of other books. So how the fuck could it be the first book? Like that's just basic premise. And he just let him just kind of wax, you know, illogically, on these sorts of things. It's like, why aren't you like questioning him on his logic on how he got to this? Like he literally said, 
Like, oh, you know, I came to this conclusion last week, and then he just starts spouting off this nonsense as if it's fucking gospel. And it's like, if you came to the conclusion last week, did you talk to anybody else about it? Or did you just have an epiphany, came on a podcast, and then you just spat it out? And, like, nobody's, like, giving this guy some sort of feedback. And I'm like, dude, this would be a perfect time for Joe to Joe be like, hey, what do you mean it's the first book? Yeah, like, especially since there's there's literally books that have been deleted from yeah. the Bible. The Book of Enoch being one of the most popular. There's actually two more that I can never remember the name. But there's, the Book of Enoch is the most popular. That's not That was in the Bible before and then got taken out because it's a collection of stories that to some people may seem a little weird because it talks about giants and I guess demons yeah. and some other crazy well, some other stuff that like doesn't seem to add up all the way but it used to be in the Bible. I mean even if you talk about just religious text, the Bible is not even the first religious text or book or whatever the fuck you want to call it, scroll, I don't give a fuck how you want to put it. Like it's not mm. the first of anything. It's the first Bible. But even then, the Bible is like, it's literally just a collection of other books. That's why it says the book of whatever. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, come on, man. Like, this isn't fucking rocket science. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't really listen to all... I've never been a fan of Joe Rogan. I never thought his stand-up was funny. I've been muted um, this whole time. <laughs> oh, wow. I never thought his book... I never thought his stand-up was funny. I didn't like him on Fear Factor... Yeah, um, I felt like he was kind of he's been on G4 a couple of times when they were doing um, UFC stuff and he was super like he was on G4? How can I... yeah oh, G4 was covering a couple of uh, UFC and hmm. like what they did so UFC did the they did the stats I'm sorry the G4 guy because Kevin Pereira and them they did a prediction who do you think is going to win and you know what Joe Rogan does he's all I respect these fighters too much to you know, say who's going to win. Uh, and, and like, Kevin's like, okay. And he moves on. He moves on to the other co-hosts because there's, like, four of them. One of them is Joe Rogan. Each one says who they think will win in the fight. And every time they go through each fighter or each bout, they ask Joe, and he's like, oh, I, I have too much respect for them. And it's like, dude, you can't say, based on these stats, you don't think who's going to win? Like, you can't yeah. even... Like, there's what? actually a, a reason for that for him, for him specifically because he's a commentator. Because what happens is, is if he says who he thinks he's going to win, that fighter, when he starts commentating, he'll say that, oh, well, he's against me the whole time and make him look mm-hmm. bad. Like, literally, they've done this. It's happened to him a shitload of times. And it's like, dude, I'm literally just commentating the fight. Like, oh, well, you're commentating it to make it seem like, you know, I'm not good at fighting. And it's just like, dude, I'm just saying what's happening, in my opinion, in the fight. So that's why he, he, does, he, he hasn't done that for, like, the longest time. So kind I, of jumping so, back on the Joe Rogan when he he had a guest on his podcast. It was Doctor uh, Michael Oster Osterhoff. Yeah, Osterholm? that's yeah. a great podcast. And yeah, and that's the one where he talks about like you know about b- being vaccinated. How it, it basically almost eradicated smallpox and like everybody should get vaccinated. And polio is now a tiny thing because yeah. of vaccines stuff like that. So and that was uh that was an episode from March of 2020. And you can find a clip of it on Reddit right now. That's where I found it. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I was back when I mean, he was like, you know, when I used to listen to him. And I was like, yeah, you had on interesting guests and you would question them when they needed to be questioned. You know, there's, yeah. there's one thing that, brought, that somebody brought up about, like, how he can't be racist because he had that uh, one black guy that was on there that, you know, was able to. He went over and talked to some of the KKK members and was able to get, like, Daryl Davis. Like 200 of um, them. Yeah, Gerald Dix. Uh, to get him to, to get them to like leave the leave the clan just because they they have a better understanding of like how black people are real people basically, and like yeah. people bring that up. It's like uh, I don't know about that. So, 
you can, I mean, the, a host can have great. a guest on there and be like, okay, <laughs> like he could have a clan member on there. Does that mean that he's like part of the clan too? Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. Just I was trying points. to think. Did did he have a a, a former Grand Wizard on his show uh, at one point? I have no idea. I mean, he could have. He has a lot of podcasts. I, I don't. I don't think so. I've listened for a long time, and I, I don't. I don't think so. He's not a, definitely much of controversial figures on there, but I don't think he's had. You know. Yeah, I. You know, I don't think he's like. I don't think he's like an overt racist. Um, but I think like right. things that he said in the past are definitely like disparaging towards you know ethnic groups. But I don't think he's yeah. going out of his way to like put down or like end the careers or something like that of of other ethnic groups. And um, I don't think he's going out of his way to cause harm to ethnic groups. I'll just, I'll put it that way. But he definitely you know could have used better words when it came to you know describing. Uh, different ethnic groups but at the same time you know i'm not going to stand for the guy <laughs> so like i said i stopped uh, listening so this is definitely not a good look but this has become very politicized because they're his fan base or a portion of his fan base is saying this is a battle for free speech i'm like you were trying to battle for him to say the n-word freely and not have any kind of reprieve or repercussions that's what you're basically saying and they're like, well, I stand with Joe because that was trending over the weekend. I stand with Joe Rogan. You know, he should be able to say whatever he wants. You know, big tech can't take away your freedoms and all this other bullshit about free speech and stuff. I'm like, dude, this comes down to him using a racially disparaging word very freely, maybe in a context of where he was quoting someone or maybe he didn't understand the power of his words. I don't know. I don't listen to the guy, but as an outsider looking in, this looks very, very bad <laughs> and, and very racist from my point of view, for, especially if you, you're not familiar with the guy. If you're watching these clips, you're like, oh, this guy likes using the N-word, so he must be racist. And that's what it appears. But then like people or his fans, they're like, oh, because of this controversy and stuff like that, I'm going to listen to him a lot more now. I'm going to support him. It's like, well, are you supporting him because of what platform he stands for or because he used the N-word? And it's be it's just super weird to me to see these people come out of the woodwork about free speech and his First Amendment rights and just like, well, yeah, he can say whatever he wants, but I mean, it is he he is under contract with Spotify. They paid him a lot of money, but it's ultimately up to them if they're going to hold him, you know, for whatever long or if he does something else or something else comes up if they drop him. Personally, like Cronus said, I don't think he's going to be dropped. I mean, the CEO stands behind him. They say, "Well, we're going to leave him on the platform." They feel very sorry about the past stuff, but they're still going to keep him on. Um, some other platform offered Joe to bring all of his episodes over to their platform. They were going to restore the 70 that Spotify took down. And then he's battling, you know, all these artists that are like, hey, if you're going to keep Joe Rogan, I'm going to take my music. I'm going to take my, uh, you know, library of music to Apple Music. I'm like, well, and it's still ongoing as as we're talking. I mean, probably... And if you're listening to this in like 2030, you're like, oh, this is old news, you know, but for us, it's new. We don't know what's going to happen mm -hmm. in the next month or so. Who knows what the fuck? Maybe, you know, 
some other bombshell will drop. Well, this is we'll what I, I don't understand when people talk about free speech. Like, free speech is not all free. Like, there's certain things that you can't... Free speech has limits. And that's why I think that most Americans that are just ignorant as fuck about the Constitution and just general laws, even even police officers, they fuck up with what, what actual laws really fucking mean. So free speech does not protect you against things like obscenities, some obscenities anyway, which, I mean, the N-word is an obscenity. Um, fighting words, defamation, which you can also put the N-word in. Child pornography, perjury, blackmail, inciting to imminent lawless action, true threats, or uh, solicitations to commit crimes. So anytime someone oh, wants to say free speech, not all fucking speech is free, so shut the fuck up. Yeah, also threatening the president. That's like a That's like kind of at the top, because that's almost treasonous but like i've been somewhere where some idiot was like threatening to kill the vice president al gore at the time and literally for like i think it was like a it had to have been a five mile radius they shut down this whole area and like nobody could come in and i was walking i was on foot and i was walking back and there's just like police cars everywhere black like literally treason like dark like these uh, SUVs and like at the time they were Crown Vicks, like fully blacked out, all the windows blacked out. Like I was like, what the hell? There's a helicopter. It was freaking wild. All because one person said some bullshit. So it's fucking, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's so treason. I, I, That's another thing. It's not covered. So yeah. I kind of went back in because I know we we talked about the N word a lot. Not a lot. Uh, there's a few episodes Enough. where we talk about the N word. <laughs> yeah, once yeah, mm-hmm. one too many, but uh. There's some I was I was looking at because I know we have some episodes with the name the N word like it has the N word not N I G G the word spelled out but it says the N word so we have three episodes that uses that frame so the first one was um was episode one twenty seven the N word is not in your destiny which I can't remember what that was about like that that probably be a good episode to go back and listen to <laughs> uh the next one was called this one's funny. Wonder Woman doesn't use the N word. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she doesn't. <laughs> and then the last, the la- last one um, was Oculus is the N word. So I, I, <laughs> I, that one was I remember the episode. Oh. That was a good episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was crazy. That, that just episode for, just thirty nine. Yeah, 39. just for fun fact, that was probably nominated for a Golden Egg thing. But I'm pretty sure Wonder Woman will probably either punch you really hard or possibly kill you for using the N-word. Just yeah, if, if you think it's really free speech, just go to any ghetto and just yell the N-word. See how, mm-hmm. Have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, be, what, or be what, like what, Bruce Willis and wear the, wear the sign. That. Yeah, <laughs> Die Hard 2. <laughs> it's Die Hard 3. Die Hard the Vengeance. Oh, was it 3? Oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's when that's uh, Samuel Jackson comes and is like, what are you doing out here? You're about to get shot. Yeah. It was all bad. I, think good. I mean, is is right. is it worth your getting your ass whooped or death, possibly? Is it worth that? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, it's like I said, when you're at home and surrounded by the people you know, saying it freely with no <laughs> consequence. Yeah, there are. But when they're outside their element, they want to say it, but they know they can't because they there'll be there'll be consequences. It's <laughs> it's that fuck around and find out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, just, just know if 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 you're around a black person, and they say they've got time today, you might just want to fucking leave, especially if you did something <laughs> and they say, you know what, I got some time today. Just, just fucking oh, leave. Oh yeah, just that's leave. when you run. Yeah, <laughs> I can, I can bet you this. I bet you Kaya Rittenhouse has said the N word. <laughs> 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 
right. Well, that's... All right. Enough. Enough N words. That was deep. We're already. Yeah. People are like, "Oh, you're a black podcast and you're against the N word." Yes. So stop it. <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> With the going... ER, are the the A? Neither. Or against both versions. No, both. Yeah. Just, well, I'm not using either of them. Um, where are we going next, y'all? Uh, oh, can we talk about some gaming stuff? I didn't watch this, but I guess it happened today, which was Nintendo Direct. Yeah, that yeah. Apparently that dropped today. Mm-hmm. Uh, who saw this? Who saw some of this? I watched some of it. I was kind of fast forwarding through it, um, but there was a lot of there was a lot of games that got announced today. All right, what can you tell us from what you saw? Uh, so the biggest one, uh, I'll just start with that is cause I play Mario Kart with, uh, Mario Kart eight with, uh, my daughter, my young, my five-year-old all the time. And oh, that, they're adding, cute. they're adding in 48 new fucking tracks tomorrow. I'm like, God why damn. don't you just make a Mario Kart nine? But you know, whatever. So they're going to release it's eight new tracks, uh, dropped on like eight different times. So that's it equals 48 or, or that doesn't equal 48, but they said it's going to equal 48. <laughs> So it'll be 48 new tracks. Uh, and the first one drops, I think, next month. Um, yeah, I think March 18th. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking forward to getting some new tracks because, you know, I've played all of them. And it's I, I, I've gotten, like, really good except for 200. 200cc is too fucking fast. I don't like using brakes in Mario Kart. Yeah, so, but 200cc is awesome. You can power slide and everything. It's awesome. You can power slide in the other ones, but I can't. You have to power slide super early in 200cc. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm just like, man, that's a little too early for me. That's uh, yeah, I wonder if they're bringing back some like classic levels from like the original yes. Mario Kart. Yeah, they're bringing yeah. back a, a lot of the classic ones, um, just remastered into you know 3D, like real 3D, not 2D 3D. Yeah, <laughs> like the first Mario Kart is basically 2D, but. They made it look 3D. Um, other games that got announced is uh, Xenoblade, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, um, which was a sequel to 2017's open world RPG. Uh, Splatoon 4 is coming out this summer. It's called the Salmon Run That's Next me. Wave. Me, Bukaki. <laughs> <laughs> another, another sequel to, to uh, a great game, which I'm surprised they came out with it, but thank goodness they are because I'm looking forward to it, is Nintendo Switch Sports. Remember Wii, U, uh, Wii Sports? This oh, is a yeah. sequel to Wii Sports for the Switch. So I'm like, good, because like, Wii Sports, that game sold a fucking console, to be honest with you. It did. Sold the console. It was so much fun. So now they're adding in like all the old games, all the old like mini games, along with some new ones, like uh, Badminton and Volleyball. And there's like this weird like sword game and a couple other ones too. So um, Mario Strikers uh, Battle League uh, drops on June 10th. Um, I played the first one a lot. Um, I think it was on the switch or it was a gamecube i used to play a is lot a, is that a baseball game no the soccer, no, game. soccer it game. is it is mm. the first one the that i can remember was on gamecube but there could be one on 64 no. but i'm i'm not 100 it was on the wii i'm just looking it up mario strikers charge um, oh yeah but there's one before that it's on the cube oh was there okay yeah yeah because i almost bought it <clears throat> it's the i think it's the first one it's actually pretty awesome because i played it a few times but you can fuck people up in that game. I was like, damn. Yeah, it's, it's a fun, like, you know, soccer game, but it has, like, you get super-powered, like, power-up moves and stuff, so it's it's a lot of fun, and it's, it's Mario-style, so people... I mean, I liked it. Um, Let's see. No Man's Sky is coming to the Switch, which is a huge surprise. Yeah, oh, wow. surprising. So, the game... It, what My question is, the game currently is cross-platform. Will this include the Nintendo 
players or the Switch players now into the cross-platform pool of players? I don't know. Probably not because the Switch is so fucking weird. But I'm, you know, I could be. If, if we can get a, a PlayStation to work with, you know, PC games, then why not? So they'll, they'll figure oh. it out. But also, you don't really need to have this cross-platform. You don't. That's yeah. true. You don't. But it's definitely a lot more fun playing No Man's Sky with multiple people, especially when they do, because um, currently they're doing expeditions and mm. they're like time. They're like, I guess they're roughly between one week to two weeks to complete. But if you're playing with other people, because I played with, um, you know, people that follow the podcast, I play with some friends, we like squad up and then we complete the task together because you can help other people complete the task. It's pretty awesome. Um, you can, you know, chat on there and be like, you can either type or like, you know, use your voice and be like, Hey, you know, um, what do you need help with? Cause they actually have like a common like area, like a, mm-hmm. like a hub. It's literally called the hub. You can go to the hub and like, go there and like, you can kind of tell what stage people are on based on their ship sometimes and be like, Hey, if you need this, I got this and just give people random stuff to help them along. It's actually pretty funny, but it's fun. Yeah, I was trying to see if, if No Man's Sky was going to be cross-platform for the Switch, but they just they just mainly talk about how it's cross-platforms on the uh, the other consoles and PC, so it'd be interesting to see. Yeah. I got to dust that game off. <laughs> I haven't played it since that since it came out. Uh, Yeah, I mean, No Man's Sky is like, it's the best example of, yes, you can fuck a game up from launch, but you can also fix it. <laughs> so, you know, Cyberpunk twenty twenty one. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> yeah, it's still fucking broken. So, but uh, supposedly they're going to drop a, a PS five and Xbox Series X version of uh, not No Man's Sky of a Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven sometime this year. So hopefully that'll fix it. I don't have high hopes. Um, Fire Emblem Warriors uh, three hopes. Okay, that's a weird name, but anyway. Uh, that drops in June. It's an RPG. Um, it, uh, nobody cares about that game. Uh, there's a new Kirby <laughs> game called uh, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, which also is my favorite character in Super Smash Brothers. Is Kirby? Hell yeah, Kirby! Oh, Kirby awesome. Fuck you up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Kirby's awesome. People uh, kept complaining. Kirby's cheap. I'm on those. Now you just don't know how to use your yeah. character. Just, just get good. <laughs> it's okay. Um, <laughs> the fact that you can steal other people's powers too. Yeah. So it's like fucking ditto. I'm under it. Was was it in the game? I think he was. Did it from Pokemon? Oh, I never played Pokemon. Never got into it. Oh, there's Jigglypuff. You can meet Jigglypuff in Smash. Oh, that's right. Jigglypuff yeah. is in Smash Brothers. Let's see. Uh, Portal and Portal 2 are getting ported to the Switch, which is great because I think Portal oh, 2 was like yeah. one of the greatest um, mm-hmm. co-op games of all time. Like, seriously. It's great to... Uh, uh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I, I love that fucking game. The game was so much fun. And plus, like, having um, the AI. Fun fact, who the, the voice of, I think it's Agnes? Not Agnes, something. That's WandaVision. But the, the voice of the robot in Portal is also the, the same voice for Siri. Oh, really? Yeah. Same, the same lady of the voice of, of Siri and that robot. So, like, you can, if you, if you listen side by side, you can, you can tell that it's Siri. And also in uh, Lego Batman, uh, Siri is the voice of the Batcomputer. Nice. The All more right. you know. <laughs> Wait, which which Lego Batman? Uh, the was it Beyond uh, Gotham? I actually have that game. <laughs> no, no, the movie Lego oh, Batman the movie. movie. Okay, yeah. My math was wrong. Sorry. The uh, the forty eight new tracks for Mario Kart Deluxe, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, um, 
it's eight tracks on six releases. So the first one drops on March 18th. Oh, pretty exciting. And you're getting, let's see, you're getting uh, tracks from Super Mario Kart, Super Circuit, um, Mario Kart 64, um, Double Dash, Mario Kart DS, Mario Kart Wii, Mario Kart 7, and Mario Kart Tour. So you're getting a lot of new, a lot of new tracks. Uh, Metroid Dread um, is getting a free update, which is going to make it easier and harder. <laughs> so wait, the new tracks from Mario Kart, do you have to pay for them? Yes, to pay for DLC. I mean, it's 48 new tracks, man. So yeah, yeah, just saying. I mean, maybe you never know. They could be like, here you go, just go new tracks for free. Honestly, with 48 new tracks, that, that's to me, it's a new game. So I don't even know why. <laughs> yeah, just... that's, a, that's a whole lot of tracks. So Yeah. Because I don't think the game even has. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah, it probably does. It probably has 48 tracks already in it. Um, yeah, so Metroid Prime, they have our Metroid Dread. Uh, the free DLC makes it so if you get hit once, you die. And another one that makes it oh, easier. Shit. So it just makes it easier. And then there's. Um, uh, a more DLC coming that makes it. I forget what what they called it. Oh, it's like a like, it's like a boss a boss rush mode. So, but that that one's coming later. So yeah, that was uh the most of the shit for Nintendo Nintendo Direct. But I was surprised. I mean, there's a, like a lot of stuff announced like randomly in February. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even hear about this like happening. It just happened in news floods the news started to flood on uh twitter and all other social media but yeah it's kind of cool oh i thought i heard the music in the background for a split second no i, I gotta figure that out still because we're still going through the pod track four and I, I need to figure out a way to to add the music in through another input onto this tiny tiny ass thing so yeah, yeah. this tiny magical thing <laughs> yeah i can't <clears throat> that's good for nintendo by the way yeah, and somebody was asking when does a uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderland come out? I think it comes out next month. Mm-hmm. Uh, or uh, was it this month? No, it's uh, it's next month. Yeah, it's March twenty fifth. So Mike was asking, and yeah, I, I want to play that. So yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. Um, I guess there what was highly anticipated but didn't come was there was no Breath of the Wild two. Oh uh, yeah, but would, did they announce like DLC for uh, Breath of the Wild or, or no or anything? No, nope. Okay. Huh. Breath of the Wild came out already, right? It was a long time. Yeah, ago. it's been out for a while. Yeah, yeah okay. but <clears throat> but everyone's waiting for Breath of the Wild too, and they're hoping it get announced or like maybe like a more three um, D Metroid, and no, none of that. So. I mean, it's it's slated to release this year, so I'm surprised they didn't bring it up. But right now, it just says 2022, so yeah, you know, I'm, game could be pushed back easily. I mean, it could get pushed back, or they could be waiting for the holiday rush. So you never know. Oh, gotta get that money. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's good for Nintendo. That's some good stuff. I know a lot of people that are excited. Um, we didn't talk about this. This was announced, I think, last week. We didn't talk about it, though. Um, so Respawn is doing three Star Wars games. They're super vague about it. They just said that they're working on three of them. Um, it was What was also weird to me is that they said they're doing a new Star Wars Jedi game, but they didn't say Fallen Order. 
So I'm just like, well, what does that mean? Does that mean that they're going to follow a different Jedi in a different order? They said they're well in the way of working on it. Um, I guess we'll get a announcement on the um, on the title later on this year. Uh, I guess they're work- also working on a first-person shooter Star Wars game. And I think one other there's one other game that they're working on. They didn't give any release dates. They didn't give any names, but they said they're all like three simultaneous um, Star Wars games from one studio. Granted, I really like Respawn. They're like probably one of probably everyone, including the industry's favorite new studio. But I feel like that's kind of a lot of Star Wars projects from one studio. So I'm hoping they have the staffing right and they've you know planned it out right, or they're going to outsource it to you know some other. Um, EA subsidiaries to come in and help them out, but we'll still see. But I'm excited to see three new Star Wars game. Um, I know we talked about Star Wars Eclipse, which is gonna be, uh, I think, later on this year because there was a huge trailer for that one. It had like a two minute trailer, which you can still watch. Um, but it's not. It's like the um, what's that stuff? Uh, what's this over? Oh, Detroit. It's like Detroit. So you'll get to control your character, but you'll pop. It's more like with the the contacts button stuff. It's like, mm. you know, quick timey events. I mean, that's the way they make their games. Don't get me wrong. Detroit was a good game. It's very thought provoking, and it's it's weird because it deals with um, like an android uprising, and you can choose for it to be a peaceful uprising or a violent one. So I was like, oh, I can actually just go out and start murdering humans and yeah yeah you can't based off of like one decision so we'll see what happens it'll be interesting it's definitely going to be a game that people will probably play over and over again also the one that i got for free oh until dawn is kind of like that as well i mean you barely control your characters mostly like you know decision stuff yeah, yeah, it's like, I mean, you do control. Don't get me wrong. You do control because you have to avoid some hazards, but you have to decide are you going to go left and right, and, like, they have huge consequences. Like, it changes the outcome of the end of the game because the game will have multiple... Most of the games by um, the studio, they always have multiple endings based on your they, decisions. It, they also made Rain, right? Isn't that one of the games? <laughs> yeah, I believe... Well, That's I believe heavy they were together. Yeah, Heavy, heavy Rain. Rain. So is that Quantum yeah, Dreams? I, so the name is uh, Quantic. No, no, is it Quantic? Yeah, I think it is Quantic Dream. Yes, should be the name of the studio. But the trailer is super cool. What's some weird? It looks like they raised some kind of person out yeah. of like this black dude. It's awesome. Everyone's like, "Oh, is that a Sith Lord?" No idea. Got to play the game to find out. So <laughs> should be interesting. And then uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but there's a huge announcement today from Lucasfilm. The release of uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi limited series has a release date. It's May 25th. They released a poster. Of this year? Yeah, May 25th of this year. It signifies an anniversary for Star Wars. So Disney Plus has had the... Like, if you log into Disney Plus, they've had, like, the icon, the thumbnail for it sitting there for, like, the longest time saying coming soon but there was never a date attached to it so hopefully no there's never been a date people thought it was going to get pushed again and uh there's been nothing because there's no trailer but we get a release date because that may 25th isn't that far away so and then uh we know that star wars andor is supposed to be coming too but they haven't released their release date for that one 
that may come later. Um, apparently, we may get Mandalorian 3 towards the end of the year, so a lot of Star Wars stuff has been coming out. Should be interesting to see. I'm excited to see Obi-Wan. I, mean, I know it's only going to be six episodes, but there's going to be a, some pretty cool shit that I'm hoping to see. Hopefully, we'll get a trailer really soon. I don't know. Whoever's doing the scheduling for Disney Plus, they're fucking geniuses. Like, seriously. Mm. (laughs) Like, they just keep, like, remember when Disney Plus first came out, people were just like, oh, I'm just going to get it for a month and just watch a show and then cancel it. Mm -hmm. They saw you coming. They saw you coming. Mm -hmm. So now, what do you see every month now? A new something every month, something you want to watch. So, especially for a Star Wars fan, Jesus. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's pretty much a, a new show every fucking month. You know, or maybe every you know two months, but still, that's like pretty good track record. None of them have been like really bad, so most of them have been great. Yeah. Uh, so uh, t- <laughs> we know someone very personally that had the exact same sentiment you just talked about, and that'd be Prodigy on the show. He felt like Disney pin- uh, finessed him. I'm like, dude, you kept calling him out. Like, dude, if you don't like it, you know, discontinue it. See what happens. See what your kids say. He never did. And uh, he's super excited about the book of Boba Fett. Um, I've been talking to him a little bit. He is not even caught up. So I don't know if he's seen any of the crazy-ass memes about the last three episodes. But he's missed a lot of stuff, a lot of content. Uh, I know he's going to be excited this weekend because he says he said he's going to watch it over the weekend because this is supposed to be Valentine's Day weekend. So I think he'll have, like, you know, a little bit of downtime away from the kids. You know, like, to get to watch it. So, not even with like the Star Wars stuff, like Disney Plus is definitely killing on the Marvel side of the house too. With like their shows, I mean, they yeah, had like I mean, there's about four shows they released so far because we had One Division, um, Hawk, and uh, <laughs> let's say Bubba Gump and uh, what's it? We had <laughs> the Winter Soldier and Falcon. We had uh, we had the What If stories. We had Hawkeye, which we had released mm-hmm. recently. We had Loki. We had Loki, which was really good. That's five. Yeah, that's five shows they dropped, which which were all really good. They've been alternating, so it's been like one month is a Star Wars show, and then like a couple months later is a Marvel show. So, for instance, Book of Boba Fett, their season finale is today, and then next month we get Moon Knight. By the time Moon Knight ends, we'll have fucking Kenobi. Huh, yeah, listen, yeah. Uh, <laughs> listen to the schedule, okay? So there's actually a movie on here that people should probably watch. Um, so Free Guy comes to Disney Plus. If oh, uh, no February twenty third, it's a great movie. Really? Yeah, yeah Free God movie. is it's really Fox, good. I think. So good. Um, so anyway, this is like the, their release schedule. So Moon Knight comes out. So Free Guy comes out on February twenty third. Um, Moon Knight comes out on March thirtieth. Uh, you have Obi Wan coming coming May twenty fifth. There's a new Chippendales coming in spring this year. I didn't know that. A, a new Baymax show that's coming out. Miss Marvel drops oh, yeah. summer. Uh, Andor is late summer. Um, there's a new Enchanted Two called Disenchanted comes out. Hocus oh, Pocus Two comes out later on this year. Another oh, Aladdin shit. later on this year. Oh, that's right. I've been hearing about that. I yep. mean, Cars on the Road. There's new Dire Ruby Kid. Nobody's well. That's mainly a kid thing. Uh, a new Peter Pan live action that's coming out. Oh, uh, She-Hulk comes out later this year too. Willow, Zootopia mm. Plus. I mean, dude, there's. <laughs> Like what? And these are ones that are still to be determined. Is uh, there's going to be a new Bugs Life, um, Agatha, House of Harkness, Ahsoka, oh, Ahsoka Tano, right. Armor Wars. Um, oh yeah, yep. Earth Keepers, which I don't know what that's about. Um, I am Groot, Ironheart, oh. 
I mean, they get the Marvel zombies. I yeah, mean, I Jesus Christ, they're just getting, oh, they're, even, they're killing it. Even uh, apparently Secret Invasion is supposed to be sometime this year as well. Yeah, I mean, Spider-Man, uh, freshman year, there's a new sister act, which is okay. Yeah, Secret Invasion, that's on here as well. Um, yeah, they're, they're just, they're coming after all the money. And then also X-Men 97, so mm-hmm. forgot oh, about yeah. and and Wakanda. So, yeah, go ahead and cancel your little Disney Plus. You don't want to see any of these shows, <laughs> I guess. You know? Yeah, because whatever's released in theaters is going to be on Disney Plus within two months. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I don't, I mean, I got it. I got the bundle. My bundle was like seven bucks or 11 bucks. It was 11 bucks for the bundle. So, I, I, I hope they continue doing the, the early access because. Still, it's 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 so worth it. Even if you're paying like forty, fifty dollars, like if you're watching it with two or three people, it it's well worth it. It's worth it for paying at home because you can, you can you basically own it, so you can pause it and watch it later, or you can watch it again and again. But if you go to movie theaters, you just saw you see it that one time, you have to go back and pay again to watch it. So. And you could watch it with your you know toddler at two in the morning, you know, if you want. <laughs> that, that's true. You know. Yeah, it's very true. So I've been happy with Disney Plus. I mean, because there's some stuff that I forgot about that that they made. Like I, when I was younger, I loved uh, uh, Flight of the Navigator. It's a great film. Oh, yeah. Even this little, it'd be on there. I love Willow because Willow's on there. Um, I know that they're working on a new Rocketeer. I don't know if it's. I know they're doing the comic because I think the, I think the comic's out. But they're also talking about doing like a Rocketeer TV series, which I'm on board for because I love the Rocketeer. Even though I wasn't like I wasn't familiar with it when it first came out, didn't know it was a comic, but they're trying to re-release the comic, and that's like a huge like thing. Um, what else is there? Like, uh, the High Republic stuff. There's going to be a High Republic TV show. It's in the works now. I've been reading the books, so I'm excited, even more excited for the show because the books have been fairly good. I mean, actually, the probably the first book is probably my favorite so far, but the other books have been pretty on par. And there's a new book that was supposed to be out. Uh, I think got delayed until March 4th, but I'll be reading that too. So it should be very interesting, you know, all the content that's coming out. Sometimes Disney sneaks out content on there too, shit that nobody mm-hmm. knew about, and all of a sudden, boom, it's on there. So, Yeah, um, can we talk about comics for a minute? Yeah, sure. Uh, two things. First of all, Saga came back. I think I talked about it before. Yep. Go get them, all of them, read them. Um, also, uh, I want to talk about the I Am Batman series because uh, I, I read some uh, some internet backlash about Batman being black now, and they went to the oh DC's going woke, blah 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 blah. It's like Wait, after months, after months, not even they months, just caught up now. Fucking years. This has been like the lead up for this character has been years in the making. And when I say years, it literally started with like um, the city of Bane. This is like fucking four, maybe five years ago. Like it was a while ago. Uh, it started with that, and then it went into uh, Joker Wars, which which more solidified, um, leading up to an, another Batman being um, Batman. So at the end of Joker Wars, spoiler alert, but also years ago, anyway, uh, Bruce Wayne gets his money stolen by the Joker. So he steals all his shit, uh, and when eventually you know Bruce Wayne gets it back. He decides to give his all of his fortune to a Lucius Fox. Um, Lucius got tortured by Joker, and I think that's how he actually. I think that's how Joker actually stole his money 
stole Bruce Wayne's money is by torturing uh, Lucius Fox, and I'm pretty sure that's how he got damn. it. Damn, I got to How many damn kids does Lucius Fox have? He's got I a feel bunch. like he didn't. Yeah, I feel like he'd been pumping out all kinds of kids. Yeah. Damn. So basically, you know, Lucius is now very affluent. Um, he's got all the monies. He's got a bunch of kids, and one of his kids, Jace, becomes a Batman. Um, he figures out like uh, all Batman stuff. He gets like all his, like Batman gear. He makes his own gear as well. Um, lives by the same basic Batman code, and now he is going to go be Batman in New York. And so people were just mad because they were saying, "Oh, DC is going woke. He can't have a black Batman. Why well, they just make a new character?" But this is a new character. He's fleshed out. The interactions between um, Jace and his family is. It's a whole like interesting dynamic because his family doesn't agree with everything he's doing. They also don't know um, that he's Batman for like the longest time. Uh, and Lucius is going. Uh, he has a thing about like after he got tortured by the Joker, like him trying to make the world a, a safer place, and he kind of goes into a dark place um, with that. So, and it's also written by John Ridley, the same guy that wrote Twelve Years a Slave. So if somebody wants to be out there, be like, oh, you know, I want make sure I want to support, you know, black artists and you know, black comics, blah blah. This is a fucking a black writer that's writing a Batman that has to be black. So shut the fuck up. Also, there's a bunch of other Batman, but guess what? They just happen to not be black. But nobody complained about this other Batman, like at all. There's a whole bunch of Robins. There's like twelve fucking Robins, probably more than that. Yeah, but Robins. nobody <laughs> seems to care if there's all these other Robins. Nobody seems to care, but the Let's just say it. They're all white. If you make them any other or any other ethnic group, people get mad about it. Just, just be honest with yourself. The only reason that you're mad about it is because they're not white for whatever reason. But this is not some like throwaway character. Because you know, I mean, I'll be honest with you guys. You know that I don't like when they do these stupid ass ethnic and gender swaps. I can't fucking stand it. But this is not uh, an ethnic swap character. It's a character with an actual background. That is worth reading. And it's by a guy who has a pretty good track record with writing. And he's black. And he also did um, some stuff for... for um, the Black Panther? Yeah, he did Black Panther as well for the comics. So he's doing like a bunch of writing stuff for comics. So if you want to support, you know, a black artist, support him too. Don't leave him out just because he happens to be writing for Batman or for whoever, whatever other comic. Like, su- support them. If, if you don't, you're going to have less people like this that are willing to actually flesh out an entire character unlike some of these other writers that are just that are terrible writers that people buy all the time that do like these these swaps this is not a swapped character so please read it i think it's a fantastic fantastic story so far i'm looking forward to see what jace does in new york so well uh, because lucius fox also has another son uh luke fox who plays the bat symbol and people get he plays batwing or batwing yeah I'm thinking of the symbol. That's a that's a the black kid from uh, Robin Wars. He kind of takes on the mantle of I don't know. He's not a Robin. He's not a Batman. He's just like yeah, the symbol. He's, which he's like yellow Batman. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> he has a bat a symbol. Bro- he wears his paping cow, and he's got like a jetpack or some shit. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Lucius Lucius Fox's son Luke Fox is Batwing, and uh, he's he's been Batwing for a couple of years now too. Yeah, but he's not Batman. But, yeah, he's not Batman. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, it looks like this was announced back in 2020. <laughs> so the, the fact that people are mad now, it just shows that they don't really read comics. 
Well, yeah, yeah. That, uh, I caught someone out on it too. It's like a, another black dude who was just like, "Oh, they're just doing this and that." I'm like, "Did you even?" I didn't even ask him if he didn't read because I know he didn't read the comics. So I gave him like the whole background, and he was just like, "Oh, well, yeah, just fucking just read it." <laughs> I mean, just read. The, if, if you don't read the comics, then it's fine. And he was trying to say like, "Well, mainstream people are not going to know this." I'm like, "Yeah, I know that. This is why I'm I'm posting this because if, if you don't know, it's fine." But you know, don't assume that it's just some some swap. You know, you're assuming the worst in something when it's cl- clearly not. But the only way you're going to know is if you, you know, don't talk about how, you know, you want to have more diverse characters in comics. And then when they do that, then you get mad about it because it wasn't exactly the way that you wanted them to do it. If you want, if you want something the exact way you want to do it, then be a fucking comic book creator. Do that. Mm-hmm. Create your own fucking comics. Or support, like, you know, the independent comics. There's a lot of writers out there that aren't big because they just don't have a name. Because the one thing that's kind of weird to me now is that... Even though they're like, you know, kind of well named, they're still writing comics, but they're writing like movies and TV shows. For instance, David S. Goyer, uh, what's the other one? Even Josh Whedon, um, JJ Abrams, um, Richard Donner, all of them have written like comics in some way, shape, or form. Kevin Smith, another huge one. A lot of them have written for both Marvel and DC, like. Um, it'd be interesting to see, you know, people support, uh, you know, writers and artists that are like with Vertigo, Image. Um, what's the one that Man of War? I can't think of. Oh. Man of War is published by who? Yeah, I have it around here somewhere. It's, yeah, because they're they're an up and coming publishing group too. But it's like nobody's talking about them. You know, it's just like <clears throat> it's not up. And, well, I mean, they've been around for a while. It's Valiant, so yeah. Yeah, but it's not like nobody really talks about Valiant. They yeah. always talk. It's always Marvel or DC. And or image. Yeah. Sometimes image. image. Sometimes, yeah, exactly. You sprinkle image every now and then. And the only one they really talk about from image is, is Spawn. Maybe like a couple other ones. Um, Saga was, was Saga's nice. image. So yeah. Saga's image. Yeah. Uh, is East and West's image? Yes, isn't it? that is. Yeah. So people talk about those two, but like. They want them to be TV, TV series or movies. The writers are like, ah, I don't think so. I don't think this will translate well, you know. But I mean, it's listen, just funny to me. Like, if if space ninja monks with laser swords <laughs> can be a you know a thing, then why can't you know these other, they sound ridiculous when you just strip everything away. But if you do it right, like it's gonna be awesome. So so that aspect, you have to talk to the the writer of uh, the creator of Saga. Because he doesn't think that um, movies or TVs is well-equipped to produce his show yet. He says in the next five or ten years they'll be ready for some reason. Yeah. You can read his interview. Yeah, interview no, says, I, I have. Ready. Brian K. Bond has okay. said that. And it doesn't help that like his that Why the Last Man got canceled. So that's... Oh, he yeah, wrote that, another one. Which, which I, I actually liked it. And they made changes from in the show, but it, I, didn't think it, I didn't think they were that bad. Um, but... Yeah, I got kind of. I kind of look at it like with like anime, where like the anime gets past the manga, and I think that might be the case with him. Like maybe he doesn't have a solid amount of content for it to translate into a show because mm, apparently everyone, like, apparently his fan base disagrees. Well, they all want a TV show. Well, we, I mean, we do, but at the same time, you're Blue's right. So I know that Brian K. Vaughn and Fiona Staples, they want, she's the, uh, the artist, which she does fantastic work. She's like one of my favorite artists. She's right up there with, uh, uh, Trad Moore. 
um, as far as like comic book artists goes. Um, they have a, a specific ending I think they want to get to. And given that they just had like a four, five year hiatus for Saga, um, not having an ending to the comic and then starting the show, like what if they go on a hiatus again? And then the the show catches up. Then you have a, a serious issue. Then you would hit the the manga slash anime problem. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, uh, there's a show coming to Netflix, which has been uh, another comic based show, which everyone's been waiting for. They dropped character pictures for. I don't know the release date, but it's supposed to be this year, which will be Sandman. Oh, like, I know yeah. a lot of people are all about Sandman. The the audio books apparently are amazing. Fantastic, but the TV yeah. show. It's going to be on Netflix this year. I think it's this summer sometime, but I'm not 100%. Yeah, I remember, <clears throat> I remember they were talking about that a while ago, that Sandman, the DC graphic novel, novel, right? Yeah, graphic novel was coming to Netflix. But, yeah, because uh, yeah, they never, show... I don't remember if it was ready state or not. Yeah, they show... So, uh, Gwendolyn Christie, apparently she plays she plays Lucifer on the show. She plays like... It, like, you can see what she looks like. They have a character poster over it. She looks kind of like angelic, but it's like her eyes are kind of yellow or what they look kind of yellowish, but it looks kind of creepy. They show other characters as well. Um should be interesting. I've only seen bits and pieces of Sandman like in the comic and I wasn't really that interested. But the show I'm interested in. Oh it's on uh, it's on Netflix. Did you, did you say yeah, that? So I was saying. Yeah. yeah I did say. Uh they didn't say I didn't see a release date. That's the only thing, uh, but I just said I just saw that it's supposed to be sometime this year, but it didn't say when. So I wouldn't be surprised if they drop it in May too. You know, May is supposed to be that big summertime. You know, all I know, all I know is that stuff. that fucking cafe scene, like <laughs> that scene, might be up there with like the red wedding. Oh, <laughs> holy shit! Yeah, Look at that God. The st- or, I mean, the, the book was it wasn't dream. Yeah. It was um. That one psychopath guy who had dream power who just fucking shit up. <laughs> but speaking of Netflix shows, uh, there's a show on Netflix. I thought about this uh, on my Facebook page, but this show doesn't make any kind of goddamn sense, but I can't stop watching. Actually, I finished it. It's only eight episodes long. It's called... The title even fucking... <laughs> it's funny, too. It's called The Woman in the House... Or The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Little Girl in the Window or something like that. And it has... Uh, <laughs> As Kristen Kristen Bell in it, or not Kristen Bell? Uh, yeah, Kristen Bell is in yeah, it, Kristen and she Bell. plays she plays the mom who. So, if this might be a huge spoiler, but it's still you were like, "What the fuck?" This doesn't make any goddamn sense. She's a mom who's afraid of the rain because her her daughter died on a rainy day, and like she has like a crippling fear whenever it rains, and like it's just it's just so fucking silly how like can it can I there'd can be I, an incident. I, I can tell you the whole name of the series. It's called The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Girl in the Window. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's the, the original that's title was just called The Woman in the House. You could have just left it at that. Not right. they, they, <laughs> and it, it's so funny because like the opening, the opening, uh, uh, the opening title for the show, like it just shows like each little letter, <laughs> like one at a time, and it's like the it's, it's like hella long, but like it's like the whole, it, the whole it's it's about the whole first episode is like, just that. <laughs> Yeah, basically just the intro. But, like, the way the daughter dies is fucked up. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> it's, there's, there's some shit that happens that's, like, what, what the, like, she's, she's an alcoholic. She's taking, like, medication to kind of help her with, like, her kind of depression. And, like, you can't mix, like, 
I call and these medications together because they'll make you hallucinate. But then, like, there's a murder that happened, and she sees it, and like nobody believes her, and she it's 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 fucking crazy, man. It's, it's, there's there's a, a a puppet like a ventriloquist dummy. There's like <laughs> there's a pregnant lady. <laughs> there's there's so much like random shit that's just thrown in here, but it just it all just kind of works out at the end, and like it's 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 so fucking stupid silly fun that it's like it's totally worth worth it and like it's it's eight episodes and it's only like about 30 minutes long but like the sweetest is actually is the one that got me into the show she's like she's all blue come here come watch this scene come watch this scene like it's the scene where how the daughter dies i'm like who fucking does that like like what the fuck (laughs) like who you you it's and it's just the first episode and i know i think it's the second episode to go into it and um you're like who fucking does that like why would you do that for it's 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 fucking crazy, but it's it's definitely worth watch watching. I think right now it's like in Netflix top ten. I think it's like it number is, four it is or something now. 10. But it was oh, one for four. about a week or so. But like yeah, and it's, there's definitely gonna be a sequel to this. Like definitely watch it to the end. There's there's a there's, there's definitely gonna be a fucking sequel, and I'm I, I'm here for it. Yeah, it was weird because like Netflix was promoting the show, but it wasn't showing a trailer. They were showing behind the scenes. Because they show how they filmed during COVID. So, like, the director is, like, nowhere near her, but he's giving her direction from, like, like Zoom or some shit. <laughs> it was <Yeah>. super weird. <laughs> so she had to perform instead of, like, you know, because the director is, like, he's, like, not even there or whatever. But he's, like, directing her through, like, a chair, like what we're doing now. At least what yeah. they show. I mean, I guess there's some times where he does show up, but it's super weird. So they talk there's about this, the challenges about filming it during COVID. There's this one thing where Kristen, uh, Kristen Bell character, she, she's trying to find more information about a guy. So she, she, put, she basically creates a thirst trap Instagram account. And she, she just called it like super, super sexy Anna. <laughs> it's like <laughs> super basic name. But uh, we do get to see her in lingerie, which is kind of, kind of hot. <laughs> not not going to lie. She's an attractive woman, I'll say. She she definitely is. She's a she's an American sweetheart. But overall, yeah. yeah, definitely check out the show. It's it's worth watching. It's an easy power through. It's an easy binge. Cool. Yeah, I still recommend. It, it was number one for the long for like a couple of weeks, but now it's like nine or ten, which is Arcade eighty one, which I talked about a couple of weeks ago. I'm not going to go back into it, but I highly recommend it. It's still in the top ten for a reason because it's that good. Show you. And I think this is it's based off of a, a book, I believe. Um trying to see. Oh, well there was a there was a film in twenty twenty one. Oh, it might be a remake. It might is it oh, is it a like foreign version or like a no, non American version? On here it says uh, not to be confused with. So it it's not it's oh. not even related to it. Oh, well never mind then. Still, I did want to check it out, but I didn't know anyone that watched it. Now that you watch it, your recommendations have been pretty fire so far. So, <clears throat> yeah, man. I definitely, and I didn't realize that episodes are only 30 minutes. Yeah, they're pretty short. They're like 30, yeah. 35 minutes, like nothing. They're not that long. Yeah, it's weird because watching the little behind the scenes or whatever they were doing, um, it felt like it was a movie, or it, they it they kind of presented it as if it was a movie. So I was like, "Oh, is this some weird ass movie?" But it's a series, quick binge. Sure, I can add it to the list, but I'm already behind on a bunch of stuff. So 
there's like strippers involved in the show. Yeah, Again. but when are strippers not involved? You know, well, in this show, it's it's, it's a little bit different. <laughs> but oh well, Cronus kind of stepped away for those of you. We're not watching live or watching the video, but we're going to have to wait to talk about. Did you catch up on Attack on Titan? Cause I did. Oh, yeah. Well, I so didn't watch. We'll, yeah, I watched this weekend's episode, too. Yeah, I was going to say, we'll wait. I I watched two two episodes of one. So I was like, I waited, excuse me, two weeks. And then I was like, oh, I can watch both of these so I get an hour's worth of, uh, of Attack on Titan. But yeah, we'll wait for him so to come back. But yeah, I was super kind of. I wonder if he's weird. caught up on uh, Boba Fett. I'm missing today's episode. I doubt it. Oh, I today's saw last episode. Week. You saw last week? So we didn't talk yeah. about the last two weeks because he, I don't know if he's caught up or not, but I saw today's earlier this morning. Um, it definitely it definitely finishes out the first season and kind of sets up some other stuff, but it was uh, definitely entertaining for me. There might be some upset people, but welcome. Oh, but I know was, last week, Pat. Had me dehydrated, man. About as much as I was busting, yeah. We had, <laughs> yeah. Since we got, we got a Soka back. God, man, there's all kind of stuff, all kind of stuff. It was, yeah. I was like tripping out. It's like there were so many things in last week's episode that, like, you're wiping up drool and like wiping mm-hmm. up whatever fluids you you expunged because it was just it gave you everything all in one episode. And it was like a 45 minute episode. I was like, what the hell? This season has been very throwbackish, like, you know, especially like with the Mandalorian. Like, he had, he got, um, when he got his new ship, uh, Mm -hmm. I can't can't remember the name of the ship. Uh, He got got an N1 uh, Naboo Starfighter. Yeah, 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 Naboo Starfighter. But, like, also, like, the scene where he's, like, piloting it for the first time, like, they're saying that that's the same route that Anakin took when he was doing like the pod racer from, from episode yeah, he, one. He goes through Beggar's Canyon and then he goes through the Eye of the Needle. He does literally, uh, you can see this, um, it's probably on Facebook a lot, but you they do a side-by-side where uh, Din is flying this the Starfighter and then Anakin's race through Beggar's Canyon and they time it up to where he goes through. You can see the part where Anakin broke the little um, the little barrier where the road was not complete. You should mm-hmm. didn't drive by at the same like time, same time as they sync it up. It's actually pretty cool. And then he flies through the eye of the needle and whatnot. It's actually pretty good. And then at the very end, you see a womp rat where Luke was talking about he was, mm-hmm. you know, blasting womp rats uh, in his T-16. It was pretty great. Well, like a uh, homegirl that was, that was working on the on the Starfighter. She was attacked by a uh, womp rat, right? Didn't it like grab yeah. her and was like, <laughs> yeah, tried to, pull, yeah right? tried to try to chew on her and he saves her. He like blasts it. He's all tap, tap, double tap, pop, pop. Pretty awesome. I like so, how resourceful those, uh, the what's them guys are. The Jawas? Yeah. Yeah, the Jawas. Like, if you want it, they can find it and they'll get it for you. <laughs> no yeah, question. All, it's hella funny because he's like, we're in the desert. How the hell do they find that stuff? He's like, do you really want the answer to that question? <laughs> all you need to know is they get you what you want. Well, then, like, need. they he she did ask them, like, she she spoke the language or whatever, and it's like, oh, yeah, they stole it off of this one that was parked, like, outside of the driveway. Like, these guys are, like, <laughs> super thieving. They, 
Yeah, that, like I'm pretty sure that they left that thing on fucking like on center blocks, <laughs> just missing parts <laughs> out there oh, setting yeah. like catalytic converters and shit. <laughs> it's so funny because they're so small, but they be st- they strip stuff down so quick and fast, and then they're out. They're out in this big ass sand crawler. I was like, damn, that's hella crazy. See, one of my favorite things about uh, Star Wars Episode Seven, uh, The Force Awakens, was the the Millennium fi- flying scene, like when they had it, like flying through the canyons and through the like, the like the blown up Death Star and stuff like that. Like that shit was fucking dope to me. Like that was my oh, my, my favorite thing about that. That was definitely a highlight because that was a good fucking scene. I was like, oh, what? I mean, it is a little reminiscent of like uh, Return of the Jedi when they're in the Death Star, but it just gives you, it kind of puts you back there. It's like, oh, they're being chased through this intricate like you know subsystem but it's like a it's like junk it's like a crashed mm-hmm. ship but the inside still looks like you know a station or whatnot everything's all but blown like, up that's a good scene i watched it the other I, day i'm like damn this scene's pretty good i just even just visually because like you know we usually see the millennial falcon like in space but for it to be like on a planet where there's like kind of gravity are, are you kind t- of like on. i'm sorry are you talking about today's to episode no. no 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 we're talking about star wars episode seven. Oh, we, we Right. Force week, but we we've been touching on the uh, book about that. Are you are you caught up or have you seen? No, I, I Did watched you see the last week's. I watched last week's. No. Yeah. Okay, so you saw. Actually, we didn't talk about the last two weeks, where like everyone kept complaining that the show got hijacked. I mean, it's the Mando show, so I'm I'm not complaining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, there's a lot of people complaining, like, oh, this is supposed to be the big book of Boba Fett, not the book of Mandalorian. I'm like, well, to me, I felt that like it was way. a cross. It was a crossover episode. Like, they're within the same universe. They met, you know, on other shows. I don't see the issue with those other characters coming onto this show. And, like, even setting up the future of this show, plus the other two shows that are going to be coming or well, that are coming up. I mean, I could sort of, I mean, obviously, I did not really care that it was the Mando show for the past two episodes. But I think the main thing is that um, if you're like a true hardcore, like, Star Wars fan, uh, a lot of people had like a lot of a lot of people liked Boba Fett, even though there was really no reason to really like Boba Fett if you really watched Star Star Wars because he barely did anything in Star Wars. Um, but he was a bounty hunter, and everybody thinks the bounty hunters are cool. And he had he definitely had some cool stuff on him, but he got his ass kicked by like some barely you know out of Padawan ship guy. So you know. But I think it's what people were looking forward to is seeing like that character fleshed out more. So when you get, you know, these back to back to back episodes of like really fleshing out the background of this character, what happened after the Sarlacc pit and then him meeting up with, meeting up with Fennec Shand and all these other things, like you get all these really good, finally over, over like decades, good information on who is Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. And then you get two episodes of Mando. So I understand that aspect <laughs> where people get, get yeah. kind of angry, but I mean, for real, like the episodes with Mando, there there weren't bad episodes. But at the same time, I understand that you want more more Boba Fett. I'm sure we're gonna get m- more Boba Fett on this episode, or at least a combination of the two, um, of Boba Fett and uh, and the Mandalorian. So I think, or maybe it's just call him Din Djarin or whatever his name is. But yeah, I mean, it's it's still been it's been great. Like just people are complaining about literally having too much Star Wars shit. Could you imagine explaining to some kid <laughs> in like the nineteen in the nineteen eighties, I don't know, like me, that someday people are gonna complain about having too much Star Wars shit to watch? Yeah, I mean, especially after nineteen eighty three, 
we, everyone thought there was never going to be any more Star Wars. Ever. <laughs> there was no one Star Wars. And it took from 83 to 1999 for a new Star Wars like film. Don't get me wrong, there was content, but it's all books and games. Yeah. And not everybody, not everybody reached. Yeah, and some reached, holiday specials. Let's do uh, some holiday specials too that we cannot talk about. And some prequels. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no. Well, I mean, the holiday special was. So the holiday special actually introduces Boba Fett. That's the first time he's on screen, which is right before episode five. After Star Wars uh, Return of the Jedi. Really? There was two. Yeah, he's the first. That's the first time he's on screen. Is the is the the Christmas special. Then oh, after okay. that, there's the two Ewok uh, like TV films, which are on Disney Plus. You can watch them on Disney Plus now. And then there was nothing after that, nothing for like literally 15 years <laughs> or more. And then when you finally get the new stuff, like people kind of lost their minds. But then they're super critical. So it started a whole new wave of like toxic fandom, I guess. So, but then we got Star Wars, and then and when it ended in two thousand five, we thought, oh well, there's no more Star Wars, you know, because George Lucas doesn't want to make anymore, or, or he doesn't plan on making anymore, and then he sold it, and then we got three more. Now we got TV shows, so and we got more on the way. So it's a lot of stuff that we never thought was ever going to happen, and we're getting all kinds of it. <clears throat> so. The battle for Endor. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was a good. That was an interesting little one. Yeah. All right. Any, anywhere else we want to go tonight? I just want to say we got to see Luke and Ahsoka in the same frame for the first time. Oh yes, which was amazing. Actually, I think they did a really good job with the whole. I'm gonna say deep fake because that's what that shit was. They did a really good job. It of, is a deep fake. It is a deep yeah. Fake. <laughs> the, because last, last time there was that, that Hidden Valley Canyon thing or whatever where, like, the mouth the, and the un- just looked fucking weird. The Hidden Valley <laughs> Canyon. The Uncanny the Valley. Is- we ain't talking about ranch dressing, yeah. goddammit. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, the Uncanny Valley. That's all bad. But, no, like, you know, the way Luke, whenever he spoke, like, it just, you could tell, like, this, it was, like, TGI or whatever. But, like, yeah. and I think in this episode, they kind of, kind of, the workaround for that, they kind of didn't show him speak too much. And when he mm-hmm. did speak, it kind of was kind of off camera. Yeah, when, uh, he, I, when I, he wasn't I, talking, I was like, "That that's a really good body double." <laughs> like, yeah, but it, yeah, when he started talking, uh, came back pointed it out. Like, he could tell when he's talking. Like, we're not quite there with talking, but like the face alone, and the facial expressions. God damn, look just like him. Did it, did Luke? Uh, not Luke. What's his name? Mark Hamill. Did he re, did he reprise his role doing the voice work or no? no. He sounds way different. He didn't. Now. They. Yeah, the voice is different because they said it was AI generated. What? I was like, what? Yeah, it's an AI. Apparently, it was an AI generated voice. Fucking you Christ. can. They literally posted uh, a little snippet of what they did for the voice, and I was like, what the hell? Is that like what was That's that guy um, who lost his voice? The um... oh, Roger Ebert. Yeah, is that like a Roger Ebert no. thing? Oh, uh, <laughs> maybe way say, more advanced. <laughs> she... No, no, wait. Yeah, it wasn't. It was Val more Kimber. advanced. It was Val Kilmer. They. For his uh, documentary he made, like he couldn't talk anymore, and so they used snippet of his voice, and basically made him do the commentary for his documentary. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's probably it's probably like a different version because I mean Mark Hamill's still alive. They could have had him record it and just you know edit it, but apparently they used they have enough dialogue of him that they are able to like you know play with it, do whatever AI that they used to generate it. 
you can read about it on uh, I think Lucasfilm's um, Facebook page, and I think uh, other outlets reported it too. It was super weird to me. I just had a dark thought. After we either kill all ourselves or AI kills us, I wonder if AI is still going to make if they're going to make like TV shows of humans like how we were for their own <laughs> entertainment. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's going to be the thing. It's all bad. <laughs> it's all bad. They'll probably just make us looking like you know. Pro Magnon or something like this is what we used to be our overlords. I mean, I think we're look at them now. We're stupid. I think we're we might in some ways we're actually dumber today than like the original mm-hmm. like early on humans because like we yeah we do so much stupid shit. Yeah, I think we do because we can. I mean, perfect examples: Jackass. That's all Jackass <laughs> forever. And it's like oh, they God. do they purposely do stupid shit. I, I can't believe one of those dudes let Francis Ngannou punch him in the nuts. Yes, no. he did. And he, like, he let him punch him in the nuts, and he, like, he, like, just collapsed. He just, like, hit the wall and hit the ground. I thought he died. I thought he, like, fainted or something. But his whole, he was, like, convulsing. <laughs> yeah, I mean. And it's not just that. He's just the first one. So what they do, they let that dude <laughs> oh punch him God. in the nuts hard. And then the second one, after that, they have, like, the world's fastest um, softball pitcher hit him in the nuts with the softball. The thing is, she misses, like, two or three times. So she gets him in the thighs. You see welts like this, this fucking big on his thigh before she gets him in the nuts. And then they get um, the professional hockey player, this black dude. He's a he comes in and he smashes his nuts. He wears a cup the entire time, granted, but it's still apparently there's not enough protection because he lets he gets in the goalie gear except for his nuts and he puts the nuts in the cup. Dude pegs him with the hockey puck right in the nuts. He just collapses. They show the cup afterwards. There's this huge it's a dent like this <laughs> right where his nuts was. I was like, dude, what the fuck? It was so Why? crazy. Like <laughs> It's so weird these to guys? me. <laughs> Too old. It's weird. Yeah. It's like, dude, they show they show a lot of fucking dick and nuts in this fucking movie. Like, the things that they do to their nuts, no man should ever think of doing. Ever. Ever. Why would you do this? Why? Why? It's so ridiculous. Like, dude, Johnny last... Nassau is 50 years old. Yeah. Yeah. The last thing they do with uh, the guy with the cup, it's the same dude every time. They get a pogo stick. He had a pogo stick to jump on his nuts while he wears a cup. What That's the, the one that probably did the most damage because they show his nuts and his nuts are black and blue. Fucking damaged fucking nuts. I'm it's like, dude, he's probably it. never going to have kids. Yeah. Unless he already has kids and he ain't never having no more. Yeah. It was all bad. They had put this other dude, <laughs> they put his nutsack in like in a dollhouse. So they drilled a hole in the dollhouse. <laughs> they put his nuts in it and they put this drill. They outfitted this like drill or whatever, or I don't know what it is, but it's an alternating like something. And they put these fake like boxing hands, (laughs) they're able to change the speed of it. So it literally, you see them with these nuts going in, and it has these like miniature. It's like it's like they cut off the hands of an action figure and put it on this like drill thing, and they like speed it up so it shows him like like rocking like robots. Yeah, yeah, like that. But it's like it's like on his drill thing. It's like Johnny Nashville holds his drill thing and just beats this dude's nuts. 
and his nuts turn black and blue. And he like he's literally in it for like ten seconds. Pulls the nuts out. So like that wasn't long enough. We gotta do this. So like, what? He's like, yeah, we gotta do this again. So they put his nuts back in it. They show another dude pull his nuts through the fucking hole. I'm like, why are you handling some other dude's nuts? Like, what the fuck? And then he walks over and wipes his hand on one of the, on the like cameraman's face. He's all, dude, you just touched his nuts. He's all, yeah, dude, how's that smell? I'm like, dude, this is terrible. And they do it again. They punch his dude's nuts in this weird ass drill. Is all. They do it in slow motion too. See, I, I couldn't be friends with any of those people because if they would fuck me at all, like when I'm sleeping or doing anything, like I would just fuck you up. Like you just, yeah, yeah it's all bad because they're like everyone is like on edge because they know something's probably going to happen. And sure enough, it does because they're like the director. He's just like, if you trust all of us and think that you're safe doing this and that, you're you, he's like, you're dumber than I thought. And sure enough, someone's just like, oh, I'm just going to do this. Boom, they get exploded. Or boom, like something happens. Or boom, horse nut. Some shit. Always, there's always some kind of crazy-ass prank. I'm I, like, dude, one of, one of the pranks knocks out fucking Johnny Knoxville. He has a broken wrist, broken rib. I'm like, god dang, dude. I got to say, though, like, jackass, obviously, it's it's ridiculous. It's funny, even though I shouldn't be laughing because they're in pain, but they're doing it for laughs, so whatever. I'm in on the joke. I'm in on the joke. Um, but so, I mean, one of the best they quote unquote say they're stuntmen. Yeah, but oh. still, it's, it's a lot of human suffering, but that's what they're getting paid for, so whatever. Uh, Jackass 3D is the greatest 3D movie of all fucking time. I've said it many times on this podcast. They need to re release it in 3D in the theaters because they released it on home video. But it was in the shitty ass, like red and blue fucking 3D. Oh, I watched Jackass 3 in the theaters, and I almost had a fucking seizure in the first 15 fucking seconds because <laughs> it was so much. Like some graffiti shit was uh, not graffiti. Um, what do you call it? Oh, what was the name of that shit? Like I can't silly remember. string type shit. No, not silly string. Like, god damn! I seriously can't remember the name of it. Is it confetti? Like the confetti. There we go. It's like little pieces of paper, I'm like a fucking idiot. Um, it was like the very beginning. It's like a bunch of confetti, and it was just like, dude, there was so much shit going on the screen right now. My brain was just like, this is too much. And oh, that was just the beginning. And there's like a bunch of other shit that was just like crazy 3D effects that were like really, really good. So same. The beginning of Jackass Forever is not in 3D, but the same concept. There's a bunch of shit happening all at once on the screen, and it's fucking. It's literally. <laughs> It's a fucking dick monster. They put like this fucking. They like. Well, don't, don't spoil the whole see, movie. You're, hold on, I think you're spoiling like a lot of the movie that just came out. Oh no, no. <laughs> there's a shit ton of shit that happens in this fucking. I mean, but movie. still, there's, didn't the, didn't it just come out? Yeah, it came out like a week and a half. Ago, That'd be like spoiling like you know, like a normal movie. Uh, there's <laughs> so many. There's so much shit that happens in this movie. It's ridiculous, and there's a lot of. Uh, known faces that show up so it's i've only talked about like two this would be the third one but the beginning of the film is a lot of shit happening it's crazy i was like there's a lot of shit happening for this like putting sequence <laughs> it's, it's fucking crazy yeah I don't, I don't i mean yeah it's it's funny but man those guys they put their their bodies on the line for like just stupidity yeah, yeah but I also feel, they're getting paid also they're getting paid yeah. more than me so maybe not that stupid uh, the, the youngest, the youngest person on the team is uh, at least out of the, the three top people, like out of uh, Bam, Steve-O, and John Knoxville, uh, 
Bam is 42, well, while Evo is 47. Oh, Bam, <laughs> Bam, Bam isn't in the movie. Yeah. Well, it listed him on it. Yeah, he He's probably not, yeah. filmed some stuff, but they kicked him off because he couldn't stay sober. So. Mm. Which, well, I know Steve had a drinking problem. Yeah, but Steve went clean, and he's he's in the movie a lot. Steve had more than a drinking problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he had a he had a but, drugs problem, a drugs yes. problem, <laughs> or or he had a vice problem. Uh, there's a I feel bad because they're old, and I'm like, dude, this is probably gonna take you longer to recover, yeah, no or shit. you may not survive some of this shit that you're doing. But they do, so it's just it's a wild fucking movie, just like the other ones. There's just I feel like there's more people this time around. But yeah, it's like, like, I guess they have some new blood in there. Cause I, I see Eric I Andrews is on there. Mm. Oh, Eric Andre. Eric yeah, he, yeah, he's in the trailer, though. You see, yeah. you pretty much see what happens in the trailer. So it's still pretty funny. A lot of shit happens. A lot of shit that I was like, this should never be in the thought process of any grown man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, yeah, no. that's my semi-spoilery Jackass Forever review. <laughs> Would you like to uh, wrap it up? Sure, we can wrap it up. Uh, Blue, take us into the wrap process. All right, fellas. Uh, let's go with uh, Odinja. What you got? Crack late and pop late into the next episode. Hold on, for everybody that's listening, just understand what just happened. I asked Old Ninja, want to wrap it up? Then Old Ninja said, Blue, you want to wrap it up? Then Blue goes, <laughs> Old Ninja, why don't you start? We just did that. Yeah, that just did. happened on this podcast. It did. Just did. Wait, wait, hold on. That's probably not the first time it's happened. Though. It's probably just the right. first time you called it out. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny. There's there's three of us on here, and he was the last one to talk, so that's why I just went with him. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Let's go ahead. Proceed. Uh, so apparently this weekend is uh, some fake ass holiday about some St. Valentine dude, whatever. You're supposed to get chocolates or whatever, whatever. Oh, sure, that is this weekend, huh? Uh, yeah. Monday. It's on Monday, I guess. But it's not like y'all got going to take Monday off. Y'all got to work on Monday. Don't get it twisted. I might take Monday um, off. I don't know. I mean, not yeah, for that, so, but just because I don't want to fucking work. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, actually, I'm supposed to be... I'm going to probably be in the city on Friday because I'm helping a friend. He's having some surgery and he's probably going to need a ride. So we plan this out. Oh. But, I was going to um, do the surgery. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. She's getting surgery. So I'm, I'm kind of on call in case he needs a ride back to the Valley. So I'm going to be helping him out. Oh, but, old, Ninja, um, old Ninja is now known as like, you're like a, a mob doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep that thing on. Your night job, mob doctor. Uh, <laughs> Is that the name of the podcast now? Mom? Yes, it is. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Um, I'll be playing a lot of Resident Evil, or not Resident Evil, Rainbow Six. Rainbow Six Extraction games got me kind of sucked in. Uh, even though I'm still playing, um, I went back to Mass Effect. Um, I'm going to be picking up, uh, was it Horizon Forbidden West on Tuesday? So I'm going to be immersed in that when that comes out. I'm still on the fence about Dying Light 2, even though um, Prodigy's raving about it. I guess he's, he's like, barely scratched the surface on it, but he's really liking it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wait because apparently there's been some okay reviews. Like, I've seen, like, it's getting six and sevens here and there, and I guess there's some stuff that they need to fix. There's supposed to be a patch, I think, coming really soon. Yeah, Prodigy well, said it was fixed for him, because I know that 
and I, I, that's a consensus for right now, but apparently like the review copies of the game were uh, very buggy. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna wait. Um, I'm gonna wait and give it a little bit of time. I'm more excited for Horizon Forbidden West. I know I'm gonna be balls deep in that game uh-huh. when it drops. I'm gonna be playing that on the um, on the PS4. You're playing. I'm just want to be clear for everybody else that wants to know. He's yes, I will PS4. be playing on the PS4. But apparently, PS4 one runs and it won't be. Hopefully, I'm I'm praying it doesn't become like a cyberpunk situation where it runs great on ps5 and then ps4 like it's like fucking atari 2600 shit i mean it's made by a sony studio so yeah yeah i get it but i'm just hoping there's no like like loss between uh one of the other versions but i highly doubt it i'm pretty sure it's going to be fine that's why i'm really excited i can't wait to be to play in that world again and see what the west coast is like in like what, a thousand years into the future or some I mean, shit or whatever? Side. You already know this yeah. one, and you've been around for a while, so... <laughs> yeah, but I'm not in the future. I'm from the, from the past. Like, you know, back when Cleopatra was around and shit. Not <laughs> like when robots and shit are all over the fucking the continental U.S. We're getting there. Uh. <laughs> um, what else was we missing? Yeah, that's kind of about it. I actually get a day off this weekend, so I'm going to use that to my full advantage. But I'm kind of on call... Doing my mob boss stuff, so um, <laughs> mob yeah. doctor, mob doctor. Uh, that's what I said. You said mob boss. Yeah, exactly. That too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> mob boss doctor. Oh well, uh, Carrie Ann Moss is playing a character in uh, Horizon Zero. Yes, Horizon is. Forbidden West. <laughs> I love it. I'm all for yeah. it. Yeah. All right, uh, Kronos, what you got going on this week? Uh, you know, uh, things are still getting done with uh, Rescue Residents, the nonprofit that uh, Papa Bear started, and um, the interim CFO for it. That's fucking weird to say. I'm a CFO for our company, but whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, we're we're getting stuff done. Uh, we're gonna, I, I believe, Matt from Pre-Recorded Live is picking up the ambulance this weekend. So that's pretty exciting uh, for us. We had some cool meetings with uh, some business mentor with a business mentor. This week, uh, we also had a board meeting uh, last week, which is pretty cool. And we're just, we're moving forward. We have a bunch of stuff we have to do, and I'm looking forward to getting some of that done uh, tomorrow and Friday. And I'm also preparing to hopefully move sometime soon. So uh, I'm going to meet with a realtor next week. Um, Me and uh, KMAC, we're going to do another purge of the house. We're going to get rid of a whole bunch of stuff. Um, I'm literally renting a dumpster <laughs> and just starting to just toss stuff. So it's going to be really weird because when we, when we plan on moving to um, SoCal, we're going to move into a much larger place. This is the smallest house I've ever, I've ever lived in is the house we're in now. It's super small. Really? Yeah, by, by far. Um, okay. The house that I had, even though the house in Union City was bigger than this house, by like a lot. Um, is that the, the two-story one? No, the one in no. Union City. The first, oh, the first time oh, I met. I know, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like the, the, yeah, part, the yeah, party, the party house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's because you had a you had a tree of life. In the I backyard. too. Yeah, I <laughs> had avocado a tree. avocado and an apple tree. It was it was great. Yeah. But yeah, so we're gonna go from like this tiny house. We're gonna purge a bunch of stuff. We've purged like three times since we lived here, uh, but we still have a garage full of crap we don't we're not using. So we're gonna throw all that away, a bunch of other crap away, and then move into a much larger place, which is gonna be half empty when we move in. So that's gonna be. That's gonna be weird, but I'm I'm looking forward to the move. I'm gonna I'm gonna miss living here, but I think it's it's time for uh, me and K Mac to to get kind of a fresh start somewhere new, but also 
near uh, Prodigy and my brother. And yeah, I think both me and Kamek, we've kind of lost some connections with like family up here. Obviously, I consider you guys family as well, but yeah, like our like blood family. Mm. Um, I mean, my, my mom passed, my dad's gone, and there's some other stuff too that's going on. But I think it's just time for us to to go and you know live down there. So yeah. So wait, real Four. quick, you you said that you're moving. Are you moving to a partially furnished home or no? No, you we're said moving it half empty. Well, when we move into whatever place we're going to move into, it's probably going to be at least double the size of this place. Yeah. So we only have so much stuff. It's not going to. We don't have. If we move into a place that's double the size of this place, we don't have a lot of stuff to put in that new place. Yeah, no. <laughs> so I thought, it's going to be half the empty. Way that, yeah, the way that you said it, I thought you said you we're going to move into a place that is half empty. So I thought you're moving to a partially furnished. No, no. To specify, yeah. I'm going to move into a place and it's going to be half empty with my with our stuff. Okay, yeah, just, that's what know. the part. That's why I was confused. I was like, "Wait, is this partially furnished?" Because like, uh, I've seen homes in Texas that were like fully furnished, except for like one room, which yeah. is weird. But it was like, it had like everything, like rug, even rugs. There's like rugs and shit. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? Are you gonna move in? Is this somebody else's stuff? They're like, no, this is like the stuff. I guess the realtor. I don't know if the previous family left or if they were, like it just came with the house. I'm just like, what? Yeah, some people do that. Like they leave stuff behind. I'm just like, no, you can let that go. Like get it all out of here. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Well, <laughs> like I like, there's one like when uh when I went to this real this real first time homebuyer program, they were talking about like uh like blinds and curtains for your window. Like a lot of times people take that shit with them, even though like most likely that stuff is gonna fit their new home. I mean, unless yeah. it's curtains, curtains it's pretty universal, but like blinds and stuff like they'll take that shit with them it's like dude like oh you could have just left that like yeah, it's kind shit. of a dick move yeah I, i'll yeah. leave all my stuff behind because yeah I'll, like yeah i mean window furnishings leave those behind but like other stuff anything well in like appliances maybe like as far as like the refrigerator and stuff goes like leave those, most people leave those behind um yeah. washing dryers fun- people take because that shit those things are fucking expensive <laughs> yeah they, i mean mm-hmm. so, so are refrigerators too though i mean yeah, yeah true <laughs> all of them are expensive yeah so, anyway, so there's yeah. one th- there's one thing that came up that says like uh you should leave like TV mounts at the mm. house that you that's moving out of. Uh, that's a fifty fifty for me because like dude, if you put that up yourself, I'm gonna be like dude, I know how to put this up. Uh, the second time through it should be easier. I'm taking what's mine. Well, <laughs> yeah, I thought that was really weird too. But then again, it's like it's I guess there. if you patch up the holes and the next person tried to mount it and they kind of like. I'm pretty sure the people who fill in the holes aren't filling it correctly. So when the person goes to mount their TV, they might miss. They might be slightly in the new hole and slightly create a new <laughs> hole, so the hole is actually bigger. <laughs> and that shit ends up fucking falling off because it ends up stripping the the wood or whatever. But that's that's some shit that came up. I was just thinking about it because, like, in the infinity base, so this is technically a shed, and the the two by fours are not spaced out the same spacing as like a house. So like they're mm. way wider. <laughs> And so if somebody like went to go mount a TV in this, they would be very confused on like how to mount it because the two by fours are not where you expected them to be. So actually, my thing is I, I, where the two by fours are. I have to like put two by fours like in between it, like long two by fours to like make like an actual like. So you like it's like a mount mount. It's like a mount mount. You, yeah, <laughs> you put yeah. two by fours into the wall. Did you mount the mount onto the yes. two by fours? And yeah. I'll probably leave that up, but actually, maybe I might leave the uh, the mount too. I could buy a new mount. I don't really care. But yeah, 
the, all the other mounts I have in my house, I'll, well, I only have one other mount in the house. I'll probably take that with me. But yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it would be sort of normal to leave like mounts because you just buy new ones. Yeah, and new I, house. The, the house we bought, like the when we did the tour, the the there was a TV mount on the wall, and they they took that shit with them. But like you could see exactly where the holes were, and like I, I try to stay away from them because I don't want to like drill into the holes and they my shit ended up slipping off the wall and falling or some shit. Yeah, because you never know like how how sturdy it is. If they're in, well, you can check if they're in two by fours, but. Because a lot of people they they do like their mounts like not in two by fours. Don't do that. If Are you they use the like wall anchors? Wall anchors, yeah. Don't do that. Like, uh, do you trust like a, a five dollar wall anchor to your thousand dollar TV? Yeah. Like no. Like trust uh, trust a two by four. <laughs> like two by four, you know, will will hold your shit. Like drywalls are not designed to hold that sort of weight. Even with those two crazy anchor mounts or whatever. Is that all you got going off this weekend? Yeah, yeah. What do you got, Blue? Oh, actually, no. Uh, hold on. Planet of the Younger. Oh, sorry. SF Beer Week starts. Oh, that's right. Um, this or weekend. This Friday? Um, yeah, well, technically Friday, but I'm not going to do any real events. Um, I know the Bistro has a double IPA fest, which is like literally down the street from both me and Blue. Um, I just bought the uh, whoever, what the winners are. I, you can buy a pack. For like a hundred dollars, so I did that, and I'll pick it up in late February. They have the younger that's going to get served there on Saturday. Plenty of the younger it's going to get served there on Saturday, um, but I know they're also going to have it next week, probably on Thursday. So I might just take all next week off just to see like when they're going to have the younger. Yes, I'll take a whole week off of work just for the younger. I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> but I, I really want to get PTO or not? Yeah. Well, I got I got plenty of PTO. I, I've got too much PTO. Serious. I have like over three hundred hours of PTO, so I'm good. Uh, so yeah, I'll probably do that. But yeah, I'm not going to do like my normal SF Brewery thing because of COVID. Still, next year, uh, I'll probably do it. Um, this year is just timing's bad. Omicron's almost done, but it's not done enough for me. But I'm going to get back to real life, probably jujitsu, uh, later on this month. So I'm looking forward to that. I got to talk to Kamek about it. But yeah, I need to get back to to trying to kill people again. Yeah. Oh, before. <laughs> Before Blue gets on, are y'all gonna watch the Super Bowl this Sunday? Well, I was gonna bring that up. Uh, I was gonna say so I'm, I'm mainly looking forward to the Super Bowl halftime show because we got we got Dr. Dre, Eminem, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige. Uh, I think uh, Kendrick Lamar is gonna be up in there. Uh, maybe. Uh, some other folks. Gonna be in there'll there be too. some guests. There'll be some special guests. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Just I'm still... some old school old school rap songs. I got. I got to be that guy. It's it's hard for me to watch the Super Bowl, to watch the NFL. Now, it's yeah. really hard. Um, this is my opinion. You guys can have a differing opinion. I'm not gonna be offended at all. But like the way they treated, you know, Colin Kaepernick was fucked up. The fact that they are they have proven to um, basically sweep shit under the rug. Yeah, not even just sweep, sweep shit under the rug, but like literally suppress um, potential black coaches. Um, has been a serious issue. There's been issues with like black quarterbacks, um, traditionally in the NFL, and them covering up CTE and shit like that have been a serious issue. And this organization is just doing the bare minimum to really address any of these issues. And I think it's fucked up. And people are just like, oh, they get paid millions of dollars. Yeah, they're, put, they're getting paid millions of dollars, but they're still, they're still an employee. They're still an employee. So I, this is no longer an excuse for like people that say that anymore. Like, there's still people that are putting their lives on the line for this shit and they're getting fucked up. And the NFL has like a history of racist bullshit. 
And I don't know how much I want to support an organization like that anymore. So, yeah. Yeah, that's true. But feel free to watch it if you guys want to. I, I might watch a little bit of it. But, yeah, after after that shit, it's been hard for me to watch. And I'm not the only one. So Of course not. <clears throat> but I'm going to be watching it. Yeah, feel free. I mean, for all the negative shit that they had. Especially, I mean, no one really... I know they did back in the day, just a little tangent. Warren Moon, when he was quarterbacking, he got a lot of shit, and a lot of it wasn't public. Yep. He just took it in stride. He just kept it going. He had a lot of shit happen to him off the field and in the locker room, but he still went in and did what he needed to do. You know, the, his team, the coaches trusted him. He actually put up decent numbers. I don't remember. I don't think he won a Super Bowl, but he got close, or close as he could be. So, but he, he then again, I mean, uh, Gorman, he was a quarterback, quarterback. for uh, the Oilers. Now, Paul Sports. He's the Oilers, Oilers right? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I think it was the Houston Oilers. But, you know, the NFL, they tr- they only try when they get called out. <laughs> so, I guess, like, I mean, they do give a lot of um, young men from the inner city the opportunity to get millions. But I feel like they need to, I mean, usually to get mentors that are, like, superstars. But I still feel like they need to, I don't know if they do. They probably do. Maybe the guys just don't listen. But they need some kind of, like, financial coaching to not, like, bring the hood to the NFL, you know, because they need to – they're working for an organization and they need to, you know, be representative of their self and their team instead of, like, buying a bunch of guns and doing a bunch of dumb, dumb shit. So, but, yeah, I'm still going to watch. I mean, all, they, all the NFL can do is get better. I don't think they can get any worse. So, here's hoping for the best, but expecting the worst. Yeah, they're they're just they're just about that money. They don't care too much about their players as long as they're making them money. Okay, blue. It all comes down to what do you finally got? I will not cut you off again. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, you know, we have Valentine's Day coming up, so the Sweetness and I are gonna go. We're gonna venture out into the pandemic and hopefully have a nice dinner together. Uh, we got a babysitter lined up, so it's gonna be a nice little date night, just the two of us. But we might we might change it up and actually bring our son with them, but or with with them with us. Um, but speaking of that little guy, he's just just moving and grooving. Like this kid does not want to stay still. He's he, if if he could be outside of his playpen, he will be outside of his playpen. If he's if you're not holding him while he walks, he's gonna try to force you to help to hold his hand so he can walk around. Like he he loves fucking walking around. But like if you get him on like crawling and what I would say he goes from like two wheel two wheel drive to four wheel drive. Once he's in four wheel drive, that kid is just all over the place. And it's just cool to see how he's growing and like how he's he's learning things and like the other day he uh he went to touch the heater and i told him no and i kind of said it like kind of loud but it kind of it freaked him out like it was the first time i ever made him cry which was kind of it was kind of sad but like you know he was about to touch a heater i didn't want him yeah. to touch the heater and like you know he's at the age where he can start to understand things like that like he, he can start he understands like no and like there's kind of consequences to things but like he just he does doesn't can't like process it all together but it's just it's it's just fun watching him grow and he's just super super happy baby and like he he's kind of understanding the difference between daddy and dada and mama and because he like he'll call like he'll call for me and like once he sees me he'll say dada and i'm like oh shit that's fucking dope or like if he wants me like if i come into the room he'll say like dada and like like oh shit this kid knows who i am but he also does the thing for for nancy when like when he says mama so 
it's it's just it's it's amazing it's fascinating this little guy but uh i'm like i think we're we are like about 34 days until he's one which is kind of crazy so we're kind of planning out his birthday we kind of we don't really know what we're doing but we got like decorations and stuff but yeah i can't believe he's gonna be one soon time flies man keeps getting faster that's why people smoke weed i'm just saying slows it down for you damn (laughs) i think about you know, do a little something after the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I almost cut into uh, Blue's thing. He's like, "Oh, we're gonna take him with us." I'm like, "You going to the movies, Blue? You okay?" It's <laughs> <laughs> no. like only if it's after, would, after ten o'clock. I watch a movie at home. Yeah, mm. I do too. Because it's it's nice to uh, to drink, have popcorn, and not worry about driving home. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you just watch your bed. <laughs> you don't have to worry about like people talking in the movie if. You, I'm pretty got to worry about talking about the movie with your, your significant other asking you questions about like what's happening. So you tell them to shut the fuck. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. He's all. I didn't told you once already. <laughs> oh, but also like I'm watching uh, Attack on Titans, which is fucking great. I think that series, oh, yeah. that series is coming up to wrap soon. It's just people getting fucked up. Uh, Demon Slayer is they're doing the whole Mugen train. Well, at least where I'm at, they're doing the Mugen train. I don't know. I don't know if they've picked up a, a new arc, but it's it's just that anime just gangbusters so much fun. But there's um there's another anime I started watching. Uh or no, there's a China a China Chinese show that's on YouTube called um it's called oh fuck, I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically about this girl who she's riding on the bus and the bus explodes but then all of a sudden she wakes up and it's like a few minutes before the explosion and like she's like freaking oh, out because she yeah. it's almost like final destination slash deja vu so it's like a, she basically keeps repeating the same thing over and over and she's trying to stop everything from happening and like it's it's interesting because it's it's in chinese and like they have english subtitles but the english subtitles go so fucking fast like I have to like pause it so I can read it. So I can <laughs> for the next because it it, it it seriously goes by so fast. Let me see what it's called. It's I, I want to say it, it's not erase. Um, so it's on YouTube. It's like go it's ahead, like a look fight. it up. I'll, I'll fill in for you. Look it up. Um, yeah, it up. There's another show that's uh, that's called uh, All of Us Are Dead. I think it's called. Oh yeah. So that's basically yeah. if if you liked uh, High School of the Dead, it's sort of like that. Um, I just watched part of the first episode. I'm still trying to get into it. Starting a little bit slow, but. There's already like you know the origin, semi origins of like zombieism, and it's just like it's kind of crazy how it starts like with high school students and like a teacher, and she gets fucked up really, really quickly. Um, Blue, you found it? Oh, no, I'm still looking for still it. Looking? Okay, well, yeah, it's just it's cool to see like Korean shows on the come up because Korea makes a, a bunch of really good shows, entertainment in general. Um, because I think they've been really influenced by uh, American culture, so I think that it's really easy for us as an American society to like reabsorb like American influenced themes back into American culture. So that's why it's been really cool to see, you know, Squid Game um, be so popular in America, and now this show, uh, All of Us Are Dead, it's sort of a similar thing. Uh, I, oh, don't don't forget Parasite. Yeah, Parasite. Oh, but- uh, isn't there another Korean film that's nominated for Best Picture? Uh, I forget what the fuck it was. No, there was another one too. Yeah, there's been a few. Um, and they, obviously, Korea has like they have really good entertainment. And, and you know, K-pop has been great. That's also a huge throwback to like if you watch K-pop, 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 K-pop. 
Uh, it's like throwbacks, like '90s R&B. Yeah. So that's what's really cool. You found it's it now. Extremely well choreographed. Yes, I did. So it's called. Uh, it's called Reset. Um, it's called Reset. It's it's posted up on um, the YouTube channel. It's called Yo Yo English channel. So it's like kind of fan dubbed. Yo Yo. But like, yeah, it's, it's the show's pretty crazy. It's it's. Every episode is about like forty-five minutes long, so it, it is a bit on the longer side with no like commercial breaks or whatever. But it's it's definitely very entertaining so far, and it's 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 def it's like one of those dramas, like it's like a TV drama thing that that's going on. But like the girl and this guy, they're they're trying to figure out what's going on, or trying to save like all these people alive. And every time she tries to save save somebody, they end up dying another way. So it's like it's kind of like one like it's almost like um, how in and what if how like what like uh homegirl's death is a constant like she has to die so it's almost like that where they are even though they try to save these people they end up dying like a different way but yeah. still kind of in that same facility which is kind of crazy it's like edge of tomorrow oh which apparently they want uh i guess warner brothers is shopping around an idea to make a tv series i really like edge of tomorrow i've seen that movie a, a lot <laughs> bless you <laughs> you like that it's my ventriloquy oh now y'all got covid Sorry, again. Well, I'm just saying. Yep. Again. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, I definitely right. don't. Want, I definitely do not want that again. That was not fun. <laughs> oh, Ninja, do you know which? Oh. I was gonna say, do you know which kind of which version of COVID do you have? Because no, I didn't. So the te- I just did the test, and it just said positive or negative. It doesn't give you. It doesn't tell you if it indicates which one you got. You did the home test. Yeah, yeah I did a home test, and I did two separate home tests. From two separate manufacturers, so. Yeah. Well, no, actually, like, no. I tested three times, so two were, because each home test gives you two two tests. Yeah. I yeah. did both tests from one manufacturer, and I did a third test like five days later or six days later, and then it's from a different manufacturer, and then. So yeah. Yeah, we had. It just we actually had a you close call negative. last week. Uh, somebody had tested positive at my son's daycare. Same with but, um, uh, same with uh, with Riley. Somebody tested positive on, I think Sunday, and they were in school on Friday, and so we had to get her tested, and she she came up negative. So yeah, dude, trying to test a baby is it's hard because <laughs> yeah. they don't want they don't understand what's going on. They just you're sticking something up their nose, and it's not comfortable. And they're like, "Stop it! I don't want this." Mm-hmm. The stuff you do for with the little kid, it's it's kind of fast, especially when it comes to like sucking out boogers out of the nose. <laughs> yeah. All right. With that being said, Oninja, take us out of here. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh shit. All right. Ah, right, well, you just experienced uh, the Black and the Black Times Infinity, the dankest podcast on the internet. Uh, check us out anywhere and everywhere with Bees and BTI. That's B T H A N B T I. You can email us at Bees and BTI at gmail.com. Um, we have a Discord. Email us if you want to join and then check us out on Amazon. We have an app to let you know when you go live and you can watch uh, actually watch us on there and then check out our official website, binheadproductions.com forward slash Bees and BTI. Infinity. And then uh, if you're listening to. <laughs> Whatever, you know, however you find us, Apple, iHeartRadio, um, what's the other one, Spotify or whatever. We have, uh, we go live, yeah, Facebook, we go live on YouTube every Wednesday, 8.30 Pacific. 8.30-ish. Yeah, yeah, that's what, yeah, (laughs) 8.30-ish. CP, 8.30 CP time. There you go. And we hope you like the, uh, the new audio. 
because yeah. I, I I actually went back because Blue said that it sounded 100 better, and I went back and listened to like the last episode and that was episode before that, and I was like, holy shit, yeah, it sounds a lot better. So hopefully you, you can all appreciate it. Gone. So yeah, Echo's gone. Audio quality is just went way up. I wish the rest of you guys had this similar microphone because it works. It's a USB plug-in. Not you don't, you don't have to get the SMB7. This one's like I think it's the MV7. This is the, the podcast mic. It's cheaper, but it's still it's not it's not four hundred dollars, but it's not cheap. But it works good. So, there you go. All right. Later.